they be like, hey Brandon, what you got on? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. This, that's black. That's, that's black. They be, they always be asking me what I got on, like. Quincy Valentine and welcome to the Valentine experience. I truly appreciate you guys coming back for said experience. To my left is the incorrigible, the insatiable, the nigga that has on windbreakers on a 57 degree day. Tell him who you are. Yo, why every time? <laughs> every time. Every time, man. Yo, it's your boy Southside. We in the building, man. What's up, man? Valentine experience. What's going on, man? How's your week? How's your week? What's up? Been going for a minute now. Back with the jump ball. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, oh, um, my week has been always. My weeks are, my weeks run together now. Like, I have, I have a a schedule. I have a schedule now. Like, I actually actually have <laughs> a, like a like a consistent schedule. So it's like it's real smooth. Like, uh-huh. um, this week has been a little bit harder. On my body because of my job but other than that this is the weekend that's gonna be popping i mean this is a uh, halloween weekend so um i get to dress up like everything that i i wasn't throughout the year so i'm, I'm ready for it okay. you feel me after we get out of here from recording you know what i'm saying we're gonna definitely shake and move and then how true is that you gonna what's what's, what's, what's your it? idea of a, a shake and move after pie what's up with that my shake and move after pie is uh Going through my phone, seeing what a, seeing what a situation. See what a situation. See what a situation. You're scaring me real quick. Oh, my fault. My fault. You're scaring me. Nah, That's nah, why nah. I'm telling you to hold on real quick, but I let you keep talking. Go ahead. Go nah, ahead. nah. It's it's going through my phone, seeing what the the, the situation is at. Yes, I did say that. Okay. And then um and then kind of see what what my vibe is gonna be. If it's gonna be real mellow, it's gonna be hype. You know what I'm saying? And then go from there. Um, gotcha, gotcha, tomorrow, gotcha. obviously, we got something that we got jumping over. We gonna go kick it there, but nothing really. Like mm-hmm. um, just watching how social media is unfolding and all the new announcements that Facebook got going on. Um, gotcha. Creating the metaverse. That you know, I don't know if you heard about it, but um, yeah, um, I, died. I read a little bit on it. Honestly, I ain't gonna lie to you. I read a little bit on it. I ain't really catching too much. I was at work and shit, so I had other other important things. That other important to, things, gotcha. You know? <laughs> um, uh, I was fortunate enough to see the announcement when it transpired and then kind of, like, gauge where we're, where, where we're really about to be at. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. The metaverse, like, you know, and this is just kind of me just, like, you know, putting into a box and real small, like, what we're going to be looking at, like, they created a new umbrella company. Well, Facebook was the umbrella company. Now they change it to Meta. Now, Meta also includes, it's going to include VRs, um, 
gaming systems as well as um uh, the Facebook community, yeah, cryptocurrency. Yeah, uh, it was even talking about the whole GTA thing going Yeah, on. so what's going to yeah, happen yeah, is, yeah. so you'll be able to create an avatar. You'll be able to create an avatar, and then you can go into it. It's kind of like Sims in real life. Mm-hmm. So you'll create an avatar, you can buy property and all this other stuff, and then once you'll be able to buy the property, anything like that, then you can actually sell it to other people. Now, the funny part of this is that, especially like myself and people that are into cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. we understand that, we can actually, you'll actually be able to use your real cryptocurrency to actually buy a real property in the virtual world. That's dope. So, my thing, my thing is like, because of coronavirus and how everything kind of just played out, a lot of people are scared to go outside. A lot of people are yeah, scared to interact with people. Yeah, we know that things were going to like kind of shift off the, you know, people, this way, honestly. Exactly. So, we knew that shit was never going to change. Like, the, how everything was and how we perceived it, mm-hmm. like going back to how it used to be, mm-hmm. it was never gonna go back to what it used to be. Yeah. And everybody would kinda like, I can't wait till things get back to what it used to be. It's never gonna go back that way. It's never. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a still because you look at it now, like a lot of people are still, you know, they're not vaccinated. Some people are vaccinated. So, hey, it's a, I think it's a good, I think it's a good deal, honestly. Did. I think it's a good deal. Did, did you? It's not for me, but. I was know. about to say, did your stance you know. change? No, no, did no, I'm just saying, I'm not, like I'm not saying, though, as far as the whole vaccination thing, uh-huh. there's still a lot of people that are still against it. So, I think those people are going to dive into this, honestly. They're still going to see what it's about and, you know, but they could try, you know, make money off of. No, I just, it. I just think of it, like, especially, like, if you're into the stock market, things of that sort, like. I, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not telling you to do anything, but mm-hmm. cryptocurrency and buying stocks on Facebook would probably be your best bet or even trading. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is because um, the opportunities that are going to be there when when uh, Facebook officially changes its name over to Meta right. and on December 1st, there's going to be an uptick. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be a bullish run. So you're going to be able to capitalize and make a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like in the short term. So... For people out there that are into cryptocurrency and into stocks and things of that sort, um, I'm not a financial advisor, but my suggestion is I know that I'm going to do it. I'm going to invest a nice little penny into it because, you know, the long-term effects that you can have down the line is going to be, it's going to be enormous. So one of those things I, I, I suggest to people that are around me, just like educate yourself. I can't tell you exactly what to do and yeah, how to do yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. educate yourself well enough to understand the, the ins and the outs. They know you have to do is know like your, your preliminary things, the things like the, the foundational pieces on how to trade and all these different things. And if you have questions about that, you can reach out to the podcast. And if you reach out to the podcast, I can get you in touch with people that actually are like extremely well-versed in doing these things. And being great at them and making exceptional amount of money in the tr- in yeah, the stock pretty market. Yeah, much like you know, just doing yourself research too, and just you know, YouTube is your best friend. Honestly, you can get into that. You can only, do a lot of things. The only thing I have a problem with YouTube, especially like when it comes to like um, information, is that a lot of the information is is tinkered and and tapered with and they put together. So then you have to cross verify the information online. So like, yeah, you can find anything you want on YouTube to validate your point, but at the same time, when you go and research it and you go dive deep, that's why you could always post to make sure that you have maybe even like six or seven different resources that say the same exact thing. Like if I if, if I tell you that a cat is a mammal that walks around mm. on all fours with fur, and then YouTube says, oh, well, it's a three-legged beast or something, 
you want to make sure that all the information that you that you're looking at yeah. is the same exact information yeah. that that reconfirms the know, ideas. But you know that's you know that's how it is. Like it's like even with the drug game, the game is to be sold, not told, my nigga. Mm. So you already know. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I feel like it goes in all ways because that's that's the right way. You know, to, to yeah. get yourself financially stable, like and you mm. know, take yourself to the highest limit that you want to go in that you know in that lane. So you got to look at it that way, kind of. Mm. I think information. I think information is supposed to be fed a spoonful at the top. So when I give you information, it's, I'm not gonna give you the whole thing because a lot of times it's left for interpretation. Mm-hmm. So if I give you a spoonful at a time, I say here, here you go. Now if you dissect that information, you take that information, and you absorb it in a way that is gonna be beneficial to you, and you take what you need out of it yeah. to get your nourishment, and then you release whatever you need to release, gotcha. then you're good. But a lot of times people take all the information at once and then. They all the moving parts, all the moving components inside of that information. What they do is misconstrue them, and then that's when that's when we start to get that falsehood of people spewing out information that doesn't necessarily yeah, 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 that yeah, that's not that's yeah. not necessarily beneficial to right. you know the long term the learning game. And the biggest part of that is that you have the blind leading the blind. So if I give you information and I and I fact checked all my information. But then you don't go behind me and fact check the information that I gave you, mm-hmm. but then you pass it off. What happens is it gets lost in translation. So, for example, if I tell you a, if I tell you a story, and your story, and then it goes to the next person, by the time it gets back to me, maybe three or four elements of the story change. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to make sure that yeah, you, I, I, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, so, like, that's just, that's just, that's just one-on-one on, like, just, like, on just like being able to process information and doing it the correct way, so that's just just my mindset and all that. But I don't want to get too yeah, warm into that. Yeah, 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 because like that, that's literally like my mind's going like this right now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So because they, they, uh, the people out there probably used to me just but like. Yeah, are you gonna check it out? Like, are you gonna really be? Yeah. You know, dive into that. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've been, I've been, I've been dibbling, dabbling in cryptocurrency for the last two years. Um, I finally, finally, finally got the real hang of it and how to trade it properly and how to um, capitalize on and actually read the charts. So like I'm, I'm learning that and, and because I'm learning it, I'm slowly like here, take this, just go invest in this. And if you have any additional questions, just come back and see me. Like that's that's the kind of conversations I'm having now versus the conversations I was having before. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Kind of throw some stuff at me too. No, no, like, it's, it's, me a few like I just gotta really just yeah get into it and really just know but, exactly what the hell I'm you know mm-hmm. getting into pretty much when I'm throwing my money. Into mm-hmm. it, so. And that's yeah. and that, the thing is like if your money's not making your money and making you any money, yeah. then it's dead money. Right. You follow because that means once it leaves your hands, it no longer has any use to you, mm-hmm. right? But if I if it leaves my pocket, right? And then automatically, like, it gives me a return of 10%, yeah. 20%, 30%. Definitely. Then now my money's working. Yeah, now my yeah, money's working yeah. for me. Like, I told you in the car, like, I put a $200 investment in a cryptocurrency over five months ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Now that, that, that investment's in at $2,200. You know what I'm saying? So, and that, I'm thinking about $250. $250 is not even a pair of shoes in my closet. Yeah. You follow? But I, I sacrifice a pair of shoes to sit on $2,200. You know what I'm saying? And then if I sit on it long enough, it will grow yeah, exponentially. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, okay, even if I take even if I take a ten percent loss on whatever it is right here, mm-hmm. if I take a ten percent loss on two thousand dollars, it's like two hundred bucks. Yeah, I definitely yeah. I'm saying so like I could take that I could take that L. You follow? Versus like I just spend two hundred, like you just spend two hundred just on some bullshit on for the fuck of it. And then I might pair of shoes for instance, like you said. 
you're going to get the wear and tear out of the shoes, but unless you treat it a certain way or, mm-hmm. you know, get it for resale, it's that's not, the only way that you're getting any profit for it. But that's asset versus liability. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? An asset versus a liability. If I buy a car, right? If I, For example, if I buy a car right now, is it an asset or a liability? Shit. It's more of a liability, right? Because it, it's costing me money. But if I buy that car and I rent the car out to somebody that can't, that doesn't have great credit, yeah, right? And I say, hey, listen, I know it's hard for you to get a car, blah, blah, blah. Pay me $35 a day. But that's why they got that app that's out, too. That t- what's that? Tour Bro, too? Mm-hmm. Whatever that shit is like that. But that's, but, that's but, out where people just, they buying cars and everybody mm-hmm. just renting them out. But that's what you're doing. You're renting the car out, so it makes that money back for you. Yeah. So it pays the car note. So maybe the car note is, what, $400, right? And then the insurance is another 300 It's 800 right? Shit, probably a little cheaper than that. A little cheaper than that, depending on, depending on where you at, <laughs> yeah. your age, and, yeah. your, and your driving history, yeah. right? But you rent out to somebody that has a license, Yeah. right? And then what you do is, hey, I'm going to rent it out to this person. And what you do is you add their name to the insurance policy. Mm-hmm. So God forbid while they're driving, if anything happens, they're covered. Right? So say you li- you lend it out to someone like for a lift. And you tell them you got to pay $30 a day. You think somebody wouldn't take that? You know what I'm saying? Especially it's when living. A lot of those, a lot of those out there. But that's like what I'm that, saying. Man. Like these are these are ways to create businesses, create lucrative businesses. I had a um, I work I work construction. You know that. Older older white cat. Me and him chatting it up. He's my foreman, right? And he was like, "Yo, if you ever want to get out of this kind of job, go for the jobs, the dirty jobs." And I said, "What you mean?" He was like, "He was like create a bit. He said create a business. If you ever create a business, create a business that either pick does landscaping, mm-hmm. does construction." You pick up shit yeah. or trash, and I was like, "What?" And he was like, <laughs> "And he was like, and I was like, no. Nah. He was like, the job that nobody wants to do. He said sewage cleaning and all that shit. Yeah, you might come on smell like shit from time to time, but he said you can easily net over five hundred thousand a year because nobody wants to do that job. Yeah. Nobody want to clean dirty pipes. <laughs> no, nah, think think about it like that's this. real. Nah, nah that's but that, real shit. But that, like, like nobody you wants to do that. Nobody wants to do the nasty job. Remember mm-hmm. I was telling you that before. He was like, I ain't doing that shit no more. No, no, no. And that's and, but it it opened my mind to a lot of things because you know me, nigga. Before this year, if I told you that I was working in construction, what would you say? I wouldn't believe you. No, because everybody knows me. I don't. I like my pedicures. I like my manicures. At least, unless the money's talking and you, depending on whatever agenda you're trying to yeah. achieve, like then I believe you. But if it's just you, just on a day to day, day to day, I would never. Nah. I would never work. A, I would never work a job where I feel like it would it, it would it would denigrate my appearance. So like for me to step into a mindset and say, hey, listen, I'm gonna go ahead and go out there and I'm gonna go ahead and get a job that's in construction. That's big for me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, thinking about, like, getting out the mindset that I've always been in. I've worked in telecommunications for, like, the last nine years. And then for something to come along and say, here, do this job, it's been, it's been different. You know what I'm saying? It's, but it's been an eye-opener because now I'm, I'm rubbing elbows and having conversations with people I would have never had conversations with. But that's life because, you know, a lot of that shit comes your way, you know, especially, like, you just rubbing shoulders with the right people. Mm-hmm. You know, most say that's God, but, you know, it's just... Some people get blessed with that opportunity. Yeah, opportunity. like a lot of people get that. Like you, you do whatever with that information or mm-hmm. that resource or you know that plug. Mm-hmm. And if you do take it, like you know, it might that's, be a good outcome for you. Honestly, mm-hmm. and that's Definitely. and that's the biggest thing is and like to get into that. Mm-hmm. That's that's dope. Nah, it really is. Like I I think I told you a story like how the how the job came along. Like I don't know if I told the audience, but the job that I got in right now, I was running a store for I won't say the telecommunications company, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was running a store and I'm running this store 
for like three months. And the district manager at the time, like I told her, like the people that she had in the store weren't adequate enough to help me run the store. Mm-hmm. So we need to switch out the staff. And her response was, well, these people are great sellers. So because they're great sellers, we should keep them. And I was having a conversation with about like, you know, we can't, like it doesn't make any sense to keep them. They're going to end up costing us more money yeah. long term. She wouldn't listen, blah, blah, blah. Turns out one of the girls stole from the till. Mm. Stole $200 from the till. You follow? So, like, it was like me understanding and working in telecommunications. I could see a bad hire from a mile away. You You follow? So then somebody comes in. God comes in, and we're having a conversation. And he was like, yo, bro, could you help me out? And I say, what? He's like, yo, I lost my wallet. It got stolen last night. Um, I'm unable to pay for a new phone, and I really just need help. Could you help me? And he's like, I don't have no wallet, no nothing. So I'm like, nah, 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 I can't do nothing for you, blah, blah. Yeah, you taking that shit and shit. Yeah, no, I thought, no, I thought it was a scam. So yeah, I go into, yeah, yeah. so I go into his account. I look at his account. I'm saying it shows that he's up to date on his payments, blah, blah, blah. And in my ear, all I can hear, like literally, as me and you talking right now, I heard somebody say, "Yo, pay for his, pay for his phone." Mm. I said, "Nah, I ain't doing that shit." Mm. So I was like, I literally said, "Nah, I ain't doing that shit." And I, nah, I, I literally said, I like, he's like, what? I believe you, I and, believe And then, it, it, five minutes went by, he's like, man, please. And I could see the tears rolling up in his eye, bro. And I was like, he's like, please, man, if you could do anything, please help me. And I was like, I'm going, I'm, I'm like, yo, there's really nothing I could do for your account. You got to pay for this, you got to pay for the phone. Yeah. So he was like, yo, bro, I, I'll take the cheapest phone in here. Just please help me out, please help me out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, all right. The voice in my head is still saying, yo, pay for his phone. I'm like, nah, I ain't doing that shit. I walk to the back. I said, fuck it, I'ma just do it. Whatever. Yeah. I got the I got the bread, whatever. So I pay for the phone. We activate the phone, blah blah blah. He's like, yo, you don't even know what you did. You just saved my job. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate that. Thank you. And I was like, no problem. I just did it. Just uh pay forward. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Make sure yeah. you take care what you gotta take care. He said, yo, matter of fact, what do you he said, do you even like this job? And mind you, I was already thinking about quitting because I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. and I was like, it's it's decent. It, it does what it's supposed to do. Blah blah blah. He was like, I was like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I work for the city of Charlotte. I said, doing what? He said, oh, we lay pipes in the ground. He said, why you want a job? <laughs> I said, man, try to get that. No, nah, so I said, no. Nah, now I'm like, I'm looking at him <laughs> tweaking because I'm like, how you lose all your money? Blah blah blah. And mind you, this was like um, the Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. So I'm like. Mm, I was a little skeptical. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, meet me at this address at 7 o'clock. I'll walk him in and say that, you know, X, Y, Z, and they'll hire you on the spot. I said, all right, cool. I walk in. I said, yeah, at 7 a.m., I drove up. He's not there. I call him. I said, yo, where you at? He's like, oh, I'm going to be a little late. He said, just walk in and tell him you know me. I walk in. I tell him I know him. He's like, da-da-da. He's like, yo, as long as you're a good worker, as long as you do this, this, and that, we got you. So I'm like, okay. Mm. So he's like, when can you start? I was like, shit. Uh, he's like, if you want to start, you can start tomorrow. So I ain't starting tomorrow. I said, you got to give me at least two weeks. He said, man, I'll give you three days. Tell him, <laughs> to, tell him, to tell him it's over with. And you go in here. And I was like, yo, I go back. And I and I, at first, I was like, you know what? I ain't even going to do them like that. I'm going to mm-hmm. get them a full two weeks. Yeah. I get in. As soon as I get in, my DM starts going crazy. Da-da-da-da-da, y'all need to do this, and y'all need to da 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 And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of micromanaging. I'm tired of these people. Yeah. Me, I draw up my letter of resignation right then and there, and I send it to them immediately. Bro, I promise you, like, an hour went past, and then they didn't check the email. 
another hour went past, I get a call. Yo, come into the office, come talk to us. I was like, all right, cool, come in. Yo, what what can what can I do to keep you? I nah, said, nah, nah, nah and, and it's not, and, and I was like, honestly, there's nothing you could do to keep me because you undermine my judgment. Once you, for me, like, for me, huge thing is like, once you undermine me, mm-hmm. like, even with my child's mother, like, you can't under, you can't undermine me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm telling you this is what it is, and I'm not going to never, if people around me, I'm never going to say anything that's going to be detrimental to your current situation. So, like, yeah, if, yeah. if, if you undermine me, bro, like. Then there's no need for me to be around, bro. Yeah, that's true. Like, like don't um, don't undermine what I'm saying and don't take what I'm saying for granted, bro. I'm telling you this information because this is really something that I hold dear to me. If I'm speaking on this because that's really how I feel yeah. and I feel like it's doing more damage than helping. So if I'm speaking from that perspective and I'm telling you like, look, this is what's gonna happen. This is what I see. This is the and you still ignore me. Then what the fuck you got me here for? Yeah. <laughs> Either you that's remove real, e- and I'm a strong person. Either change the people or change the people. And that's a double entendre, but it's as simple as that. Either I change your mindset, I change your understanding, or guess what? I change you out and I replace you with somebody that's adequate enough to handle the situation. And that's how you do it. Change the people or change the people. And that's 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 in relationship, that's in business that's partners. That's in life. That's in life. And a lot Clearly. of people and a lot of people don't understand or can conceptualize what that looks like long term. Uh-huh. Like a lot of people think that when you get into a relationship, you can change that person. You can't change them, right? If they're dealing with if they're dealing with uh, anxiety issues and they're dealing with all this, the best you can do is help them cope with those situations. But until they are un- until they're willing to change, yeah. you cannot change them at all. And if they're unwilling to change, then now that's a bigger situation entirely. Because then you're having a conversation like, what is it about you that you feel like this is good enough to continue to be the way that you are? That's real. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a lot of times, like, I, like, and I dealt with this in relationship. I dealt this with my mom. My mom was very, like, just just, just very stubborn, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm 35, like, I see my mom in a different light. Like, I I, I, I do as much as I can to help her yeah. because my mom, I can see that she's actively trying to change. She's trying to change. She's trying to change. She's not making excuses. She's not making excuses. And the thing is, like, we always, excuses are, like, assholes. Literally, everybody has men's cliches, that sounds... It's the truth. Yeah, everybody has. Like, people everybody can tell you, like, don't come to me. Don't come to me with excuse. Come to me with a resolution. You feel me? Like, a lot of times, like, people, they, they're, they're like, oh, I couldn't do this because it is. So, but you knew you couldn't do this three hours ago. Yeah. Why didn't you communicate to me three hours ago when you realized you couldn't complete the task? Yeah. Communicate to Some me and let me know what's going on. they couldn't get their mind right. They couldn't, you know, it's just, I feel like when you really want to do something and you really care hmm. about somebody, hmm. you get it done in there. No. It's caring about the situation enough to care yeah. about whoever's like attached to Like, their feelings. Like, you know, that's the number one thing, caring about their feelings. Like, mm. the same way how you would want them to care about yours. Like, mm. treat it the same way, respect Nah, nah, but way. see, the thing is, we live in a feeling world. People want you to feel exactly what they feel. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I can't, I can't feel the way you feel because I'm not you. You follow? So, like, emotionally, like, I, I'm, I'm in a place now that I'm emotionally detached from my romantic emotions. Mm. So like, and that's just no, nah, that, that, no, nah, nah, I just, I just feel like my emotions, the the way that I feel emotionally yeah, yeah. about anything or anyone, is a privilege to have, and I can't, I can't waste that energy or those emotions on somebody that's unwilling, un, un, un unwilling, and 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 really in a place where they can't, where they can't conceptualize what I feel. Mm. 
You follow? So, like, if I say to you, I love you, right? I say I love you. It's because I truly love you. And that doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I love you because I loved you because we had sex last night. Or I loved you because you did this for me. No, if I love you, my love goes, it surpasses all those different types of emotions. I think people put love in different categories. No, 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 no. Like, they love, it's like, yeah, I love you, but I don't love you enough to take a Mm. charge for you. I don't love you enough for you to disrespect my mother or feel like you can say anything about my mom or my dad or anybody in that area. But then then that, that love is conditional. Yeah. That love comes with, like, it comes with, it comes with stipulations. So I just, if I say to you, if I say to you, like, I could be like, yo, Ty, I love you. That's love that's where it stops. Love you, my That's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it, 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 but it just, it's, it's there. But I don't have to go into the whole, like, the whole soliloquy on why I love you yeah. and all that shit. Bro, I love you. That's just what it is. You don't have to like, break it down. I don't got to break it down. It's an hour and 30 minute conversation. Exactly. But that's, <laughs> a, but that's the thing. I don't have to sit there and be like, yo, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. You feel me? Yeah. Like, I feel like my love is attached. See, but my love is different. My love comes with loyalty. Mm-hmm. So I'm loyal to you, even if you fuck me over. And I and I still might have those those feelings or those those those, those sensations that's associated yeah. with love. I'm going to still be loyal to you because at one point, I love you. You follow? Gotcha. When you start to disrespect me, that's when that love goes. Right, right, you follow? Right, so, right. like, you have those different, you have those and different, boom. Like this, the thing is, like a lot of times, and like I said to you before, I, I feel like a lot of times people play on that when they know the type of person that you are, they play on that love. You follow? Yeah, they yeah, play yeah. on that loyalty. They play on those emotions. Yeah. Like they know that you're that type of person that like suggestive. You have you have people that are that, that do suggestive, um, like uh, inception. So when I say to you, I'm like, damn. I get on the phone. I'm like, damn, baby. Yo, I looked at I looked at them new Jordans like, yo, them shits is fly, but I don't even got, <laughs> but, I don't, but I don't even got the bread to get them this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna talk to you later, and then you hang up the phone. So you leave the conversation open for interpretation. Now she's attached in her head. She like, damn, what can I do to make him happy? Oh yeah, I'm gonna buy those Jordans he wanted that day. <laughs> but look, but a nigga that's smart enough, he understands what he did. He got yeah. off the phone here. You gonna buy them shit for me? I ain't gotta yeah. worry about it. And sometimes it's not wrong doing shit, you know. Like, yeah. it's not wrong with that, you know. Sometimes it can um, be a little I extra, mean, and but be playful and be still expecting something at the same time. I just, I, I've been, I've been that guy that yeah. done suggestive, the suggestive um thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've I, tried it a few times. It's it a, works sometimes. It's, it's a, it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. Like it's a, it's a real gift to be like, damn, like shit. Fuck, I forgot to pay my light bill, and I don't get paid in three days. Mm-hmm. Damn. Or oh, if a nigga, if a nigga hungry. Shit, yo, I forgot my wallet out the house. Mind you, you ain't forget no wallet out the house, nigga. You just broke. You just broke. Like, yo, listen, I ain't you gonna just... tell you I'm broke. I ain't gonna listen. T- damn. Yo, I, I, yeah, damn, man. I left that money at, I left that I left, money at the house. Damn, I left that cash at I the house. I lost crib. my debit card. Uh-huh. <laughs> you ain't lose nothing. That shit's sitting right at the house. You feel me? That shit. Look, you just uh, thought you just thought your deposit was gonna hit this time and then yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you even if your shit ain't hit, you got shit. You just ain't trying to spend your money. You ain't trying to spend your money. Yeah, like. I mean, they do it to you. You gotta do it right back. You but know, see, you gotta try something. Sometimes it's a it's it's a player play. It's a it's a player player world. And I think that's the time yeah. we kind of like living it. Like you always say, I have the gift of gab, and I be thinking it's funny. But then when I have these conversations, like when I'm having conversations and shit, and like I realize. There's certain key keywords, terms mm-hmm. that you could say that can manipulate the conversation into the into the corner that you wanted to go in, and yeah. then you can get what you want out the deal. 
that's a very dangerous power to have because that goes back to playing into people's emotions because you're manipulating their emotions to get a reaction so you can get something out the deal. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you want people to love you and love you conditionally, mm-hmm. you have to think about all the things that you said or done to people that put them in awkward positions to take care of these things. But I think it's more like, I could, say, I could speak on, like, just, like, the, the real serious situations, conversations, like, you know, yeah. signs of disrespect or, you know, feeling like, you know, someone's not wanted. Like, you know, just little examples of, you know, getting into that situation. But disrespect, I think disrespect is based on the person. Yeah. People draw their lines of what disrespect is, but they don't they don't articulate to the other person that's involved mm-hmm. what disrespect is to them. So that goes back to drawing boundaries. Mm-hmm. So like, if I draw a boundary, right, and I say, hey, listen, this is my level of disrespect. If you go past this point, mm-hmm. then we are no longer in the same headspace. We can't yeah. have those type of conversations. Yeah, because respect goes a long way, especially in love. <laughs> Relationship, you know, like friendships, like you know, just respect overall. Like you mm-hmm. gotta have respect for anybody that you're dealing with. If you don't respect them, then why are you talking to them? Why are you, you know, keep them around in any kind of way? You feel me? It's a trifecta, though. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you before, it's it's three pillars. It's admiration, it's respect, and then it's love. Mm-hmm. It's the strongest. It's a triangle. So it's the strongest thing that you could possibly have in the world. Yeah. And the thing is, I can't respect you if I don't admire you. And I can't admire you if I don't respect you. So those are two most important components to that thing. The last part is love. Love should be third on everybody's list. I don't care what nobody say. Love is the last thing. And the reason why is because love comes with time and understanding and all the different intricate parts that goes into being loved or in love or loving a person. Those are all those things. And a lot of times people look at love as as a tool to keep people around. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you, that person's slipping from you, oh, I love you. And then that draws them back in. But then it's <laughs> essentially you're gaslighting them. Yeah, because you yeah. might not love them in that way, but you know that's what they wanted to hear, so it pulls you back in. Yeah. You follow? So like when I say I love you, when I anybody that I've ever said I love you to, it's because I really meant that shit. Yeah. But I might have not loved you in the manner you think that I loved you in. I can honestly say, I like... Say, I, I say love is longevity, like real love. You feel me? I don't think love is... I think I think love is, is transitional. I think that when you get in love with somebody, right, that love changes throughout time. Doesn't mean that you fall less in love with them. Doesn't mean you fall more in love with them. It just transitions. So, like, I can love you like my lover one day. But then I can love you as my best friend the next day. Then I can love you as my business partner the following day. Yeah. You follow? But then what I think a lot of times people be like, oh, I fell out of love with you. <laughs> and I, when I hear that, I'll be like, I mean, sometimes you heard that in your life. Like, <laughs> I recently, fell out of love recently with Recently, I heard it one time. I heard it, oh, I fell out of love with you. And I just looked at it and I was like, But how do you just fall out of love? Like, what made you just say, you know what? So you start having a conversation. Because the thing is, you got to ask them what their interpretation of love is. Yeah. Cause like if I say if I say my interpretation of love is this 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 and this, my thing is like I look at love as it's just a, it's an emotion that you feel, mm-hmm. right? Most of us feel the the anguish and the emotional disconnect at night when we're by ourselves. Yeah. Cause now that's we're when all, that's when all the bullshit comes, right? All yeah, cause you cause it, cause it, cause it, what you doing? 
Because if you ain't fucking, yes. if you ain't fucking, if you ain't fucking with regularity, yeah. then you have to be left with your thoughts and emotions that associate with love. Yeah. I can honestly say right now, to this very moment, there's one person that I know that I love no matter what. Like, there's nothing that she could do in my head that wouldn't make me love her more or less. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's only, per- there's only one person that I feel that way to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that, but I understand that our situation is a very tricky and tumultuous situation. So I don't touch on it. Mm-hmm. You follow? But that doesn't mean that I don't feel any more, any less for it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you can I, still love somebody. And, you, you can know, love them from a distance. And, and still do the shit that you do on the daily. But see, the thing is, like, having, like, you better live your life. Fucking, like, and here's the thing fucking someone, like, really just fucking someone, it doesn't, like, with men, especially, it doesn't require a lot. You follow? I dick your heart. We fuck a little, we stop, we fuck some more, mm-hmm. we stop, licky, licky, sticky, sticky, fuck a little more, and then it's done. You follow? And then, guess what? I have I have two options. Either I can lay there and cuddle with you, or I can go home. <laughs> and guess what? And, 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 and the other part is, is like, guess what? That's real rap. No, that's real. Like, I've, I've simplified everything in my life, bro. Yeah. I've and that's not even on no asshole shit. That's no, just, I've sim- that's I've sim- real as no, no, no. And if, guess what? And if you have my house... What you about to do? Because you can't stay here. Yeah. Now, yeah, there might be one or two that I But that attitude comes with, you know... Being arrogant. Yeah. Being arrogant, being egotistical, all those... And also respect for that individual. No, no, but you can still... Because you can have respect for the person and still be arrogant, right? No, no, of course. There's people that... There... I'm not going to put myself out there, but there are... don't, please. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like people in my life understand that this... They understand where the position is in my life. Mm-hmm. And when they understand that, they know if they can sit with me. Like, if I bought you a meal, if I bought you a meal and you actually sat there and kicked it with me, yeah. you know if you can sit with me. Yeah. You follow? Like, there's there's times I've had ladies come to the house and they throw this pound town. They throw this going down tonight. Man, listen. <laughs> listen, next motherfucking Man, listen, listen, man. I feel like man. I feel like when you young, when you young, you you fuck like like this. Yo. Right? But when you older, you be you be you be uh. Yo, we get you, my nigga. No, 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 no. But no, no, no. But no, seriously, seriously though, I think that people understand their position in my life, and the ones that understand the position in my life. They understand where they stand and they know if they can stay above. Yeah. That's how I feel, you know. In my days, I was real real I was real, you know, you know. Man, listen, I and, and I, I'm but I'm glad that, you know, right now, like I'm not that guy anymore. Like I used to be real ruthless. I used to really not care. Because I looked at it like this, hey, I'm young, I'm dumb. I'm gonna make mistakes. Word, word. That's the number one. Of course, being a shitty person, just chop it up to you being dumb. Listen. Okay, and young. (laughs) Dumb and young. Because they ain't nothing. Ain't nothing a bigger cop out than being dumb yo, and young, yo, right? The, the, listen, that's what happens in life because when you make mistakes on the street, you're still a young, you, you're a young kid. You you still learning life. You know what I mean? I wasn't always, you know, I, you know, when it comes to women, I, I could really, you know, I could. You could what? I, I don't know, man. Like I could trust it as far as I could throw it. You know man, listen, I mean? women. Like that's just this in those times. Women. But like now, where I'm at, uh-huh. it's like. I really know who really rock with me and who just really don't. Just but, in that area, like, and just even with my friends as well. Oh yeah, your friends, your friends. You can see how your friends really feel about you based on how 
they support your endeavors yeah. but not e- but not even that we'll take that out of the equation just how they have conversations with you if their conversations are not constantly elevating and trying to put you in a better yeah. position if they don't have your friendship your friends should be an extension of your family right and i feel like a lot of times our friends the ones that we pick we we, we have them from a very young age mm-hmm. and what happens is as we start to grow we start to realize we start to become different yeah and once we start to become different those conversations are a lot different so like what you got to really look at is people that are constantly reminiscing when they reminiscing mm. that means they're stuck in a hole mm. if they're stuck in a hole that means there's no growth yeah and you follow you leave them to the left yeah so that's that, that's the biggest thing like the friends that be like always yo yo you remember what we used to do da, 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 da. and yeah. i'm like but I do better shit than that now. Yeah. So like, I don't. I'm, I'm not understanding. About what they used to do. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I used to, I used to get, I used to. Da, 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 da. They can't say that. Niggas always talking about what they. Yeah, it's like yo, it's like yo. What you doing right now? Like, shit, I'm yo. kicking in the house. I'm chilling. Yo. yo, what you do today? There was something that somebody said to me a long time ago. They said if you can't remember the last five years of your life, then your last five years wasn't worth it. Mm. You if you can't, if you can't, if you can't remember, if you can't remember a, but defi- though, a, defi- a defining moment in those I five years. I said that to myself before. Like I really like throughout my time when I'm like now I'm about to be, you know, the age of my degree. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna put my age out mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, and uh, and when I was when I was defining moment when I was 20, mm, 23, 20, going mm-hmm. into probably twenty going mm-hmm. twenty sixteen. I really like I remember what I did, mm-hmm. but I felt like. What I know now, if I would've did that shit then, it would be a whole different, whole different, whole different lane, like how I would have shit lined up for myself. But I, but I felt like at that time, I didn't really push myself to be more educated on other stuff that was outside what I'm doing now. And that's, and that's why like a lot of times when I, when I send you information, yeah, it's like, I want you to go read this shit because it's gonna open your mind differently. Yeah. Like the shit that I do, the shit that I, I learned, and I feel like a lot of times people be like, oh, when people have conversations with me, a lot of times they're having a conversation about the old me. Yeah. You feel me? So like when you have a conversation with me, like if you haven't talked to me in the last five, six months, mm-hmm. my growth, my ascension from the last five months went from here to here. So you can't have the same conversation that you yeah, had with me five months ago. That's funny because a lot of people that I haven't spoken to in a while when they call me, they're like, oh, you doing this now? Wow, that's crazy. I know that. You always want to do something. I'm like, what you could always want to be on idol? But that's, but that's, but that's the thing. Because people, when people have an idea of who you are, yeah. that's who the idea of who you are. Mm-hmm. It's never going to change. Like, I remember one day I said, yo, I was talking to somebody and he was like, yeah, da, 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 da. I remember what you used to do. I was like, well, I'm dancing more. <laughs> Cut that out. I don't dance no more. Man, don't dance no more. So she was like, So what do you do? I was like, Oh, I do this, this, and this, and I'm working on my brand. I'm working on my yeah. uh, my clothing brand, blah, 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 bare face, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, She's like, So, you know, why you stop dancing? I said, I choose not to discuss that anymore. I'm cool. Yeah, I remember you used to do. Mm, you're not going to do that. You're not gonna do that. Shut that shit down. How long you knew her? And I knew her for like ten years, and she's so like, "Why are you the same teller?" No, I was like, "Yo, this this is what it is," and I, that's just what it is. So you and gave a, a little quick little. Cause I feel like everybody doesn't deserve an explanation. Okay. Like everybody, everybody feels like they they deserve. Feel like if y'all was still like communicating, nope. like how nope. y'all was. But it, I don't give a fuck if I've known you. If I've recently known you, I don't have to give you an explanation on anything on why I want to do something. Mm. If I don't want to talk to you no more, I don't gotta give you an explanation. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? You, like I'm in, I'm in a different headspace. You, you, you on that lane? Okay. No, I'm in a different headspace now. Like I feel and like, that, like, like in a lot of times. Right to, I, I, to I, move I, on how you want to move. Nah, but even now, like when people take that away from you. 
but even now like i think i think that comes with maturity because like a lot of times when people come and ask you for bread think about how you explain oh i ain't get paid yet i didn't do this i i gotta do this so i gotta move this money here mm-hmm. nigga i could just tell you no and i ain't gotta give you a reason why straight up i ain't got no straight up i need a hundred dollars <laughs> guess what your emergency is not my, my emergency. <laughs> that's real. Your emergency is Yo, not my real emergency. Real as hell. Your emergency is Yo, not my emergency. Yo, everybody be that. Yo, let me, let me call him up real quick. Let me see if he got a couple ducats. Let me see if I can borrow something. I Yo, back. literally. I pay you back, but then don't I, pay you back. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't lend out money. And this is real. I really don't lend out money. If I do something, I just give you the bread. Because if I lend out the money... And you don't pay me back, it's not even about the money no more. It's the principle. It's the principle. Like, I'm matter of fact, I'ma say this shit. My cousin. <laughs> this nigga been ducking and dodging me for thirty dollars, bro. Thirty dollars, my nigga. You borrowed money in in uh motherfucking <laughs> April? That was a while. Bro, April, borrow money for me, $30, my nigga. And you still ain't see that. My nigga, no, not even that, bro. It's $30, bro. I'd much rather you call me and tell me you ain't going to give it to me. Then the duck and dodge me. No, no, no. No, so son said, yo, son hit me one day, was like, yo, I'm stranded. I'm stranded in Raleigh. I said, oh, that sounds like a you issue. Mm. He said, oh, what that mean? I said, my nigga, you still owe me $30. Oh, so he called you again. Yeah, so I was like, yo, bro, I can't yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, right, so I said, so I said to him, I said to him, I was like, yo, what's the, he was like, yo, I don't owe you no money. I was like, bro, yeah, you do. Matter of fact, I sent him a timestamp, but when I sent him the money, I said, and I never received nothing back from you. Everything that, that shows on my cash app is mm. outgoing, not incoming. Mm. And then he was like, oh, well, I promise you I'll pay you tomorrow. I said I don't I don't work off of promises, sir. So um, either you can pay me my money back now, yeah, and then I can re and I I can reling you the money. Yeah. You can pay me back, and I reling you it. You know what I'm saying? Or no. And he was like, Oh, that's crazy. You really leave me out here for third. I said, Yo, guess what? I didn't tell you to go to Raleigh. And guess what? You ready? Bro, if you ain't got you money. drove. Hold on, hold on. You drove there. That means you had a full tank. Yeah. So that means that you spent my money to fill your tank, and you went down there. So guess you what? Want some more money. Now, man. so that sounds like a you, you issue. Want some more money. So like, I started laughing, and he was like, "Yo, this shit not funny." I was like, "All right, whatever." Yo, you was laughing at him. Yeah. Yo, I respect that. Nah, but I feel like I feel like <laughs> no, no. I, I feel like it's not even a, it's not even a thing like that. I feel like I can only there's literally only two people I feel like I can go to, and that's me and the person sitting to my left. I can't <laughs> I can't go to anybody else. Like honestly, I can't, and I really don't be. I be like, yo, I really, and even then, I be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I put myself in this situation, nigga. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just real. Just that's, figure that's it out. What, that's what you when you. When that's when you say, know when you. That's when you know your mind is right, bro. Because it's like niggas be like, oh, you can ask for help. No, nigga, I, I'm, I much rather people come to me and ask me for help. Yeah. Than a motherfucker, I, because he was like literally like, yo, that's crazy. Da 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 da. I promise you, I'll pay you back. I said, all right, cool. I said, I wish I could help you, but best mm. of luck to you. Hope you find what you need. Mm. Right? Now, he said, I get paid tomorrow. I said, all right. <laughs> now, I wanted to see if he was going to be man enough the following day. Yeah. Knowing that he, he just had a conversation the day prior. Yeah. To say, you know what? I did do some fucked up shit. Let me make amends. Yeah. Let me go ahead and pay this nigga back the 30. He didn't know. Nope. 
did. He did. So you that know, tells me. You know. But that tells. But that tells me the first rodeo. But this is why I tell you. This is not the first fucking rodeo, man. This is why I tell you. You know this. But see, I'm not a. But see, I'm not a man about money. I'm more about principle. Yeah. Everything about me is principle, bro. Like, if you do some fuck shit, like, you can keep the shit. You feel me? Like, nigga, I was facing 10 years, bro. You feel me? And, cause I, and I'll keep it a stack. Because yeah. I ain't snitch. I, I I almost went down for 10 years, my nigga. Yeah. Dumbest mistake I ever did because the nigga fucking did the fucking race. And the nigga dipped on me. Yeah, nigga. Left me on stuck. Left me on stuck and I was facing 10 years, bro. Yeah. You follow? You know what I'm saying? By the grace of God and the woman I was with at the time, she she held it down and, and she was there. Mm. You follow? But it ultimately caused me the relationship with her too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I gotta eat that for the rest of my life. Eat it. It's rather you know than so like, doing jail time, doing more jail time. Exactly. Brother, so I think me? I think I think at times like you gotta understand like you know what I'm saying like your emergency is not my emergency. Mm. Like it's just real. Niggas always That's like real, man. niggas that, always that, that, that coming all ways. Man. Nah, man. Listen, not a lot of times. Nah, <laughs> financially, like even like even down protecting. Like when I have like conversations with women that, and and women that I'm like. I'm narrowing down and having conversations with it. It's yeah. just like, like you, like the moment you talk to me, like, and you, you start saying shit like low key, like suggestive shit, and mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I'm hungry and all this other shit, bro. <laughs> I just met you three days ago. Why you ain't got no money in your pocket? You feel me? And you want to talk? And you want to talk to me? Yo, you, you, gotta, you know what it is too. We gotta kind of protect ourselves when it comes to situations like this, and just you know, do a set break, do it, do them how, do them how they do us. We gotta ask a lot of questions, man. Nah, you know, but you know, you gotta actually even if even if we on the mission just to hit, you gotta ask a lot of questions, man. But see, that's I think I think my biggest problem is women ask me straight up what you want from me, Uh and then when I told them, when I tell them, they get mad. I literally had somebody literally block me and start talking to me. Fucking five months ago was like she was like oh so what's your plans for me? I said honestly I probably fuck and we probably be cool you after that. And you know and you know she looked at me dead in the face and she was like you not dead serious Quincy. I said I'm dead ass serious like I just plan on fucking. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. And she was yeah. just like wow niggas out here ain't got no respect and it goes back to what you're saying. Is, but, but she but she, you know what when I first met her, she was like yo keep it a stain what you want from me? I tell her. She get mad. But, then, yeah, but is that on me? Yeah, it's not. It's really not. It's, it's not. It's In no reality, it's not. You kept it a band. She asked you to keep it a band. She didn't like the answer. It's always it's the reaction that sells, man. And it's keep, keeping... <laughs> I'm telling you, keep, man. Keeping, keeping on the, 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 the reaction that sells. <laughs> sells <laughs> mm-hmm. Young Miami. <laughs> Young Miami drops rap free. Young Miami drops rap free. Yeah, we we uh we uh listened to it in the ride. It was it was a it was a, a good taste. So what you so what you what you what you gravitate? Because I don't really like speaking on women's tracks, yeah, women's yeah. music, but me coming from an era and understanding like like understanding like putting a song together, the artistry behind it, mm-hmm. you know, music back then was Who put like it together. Puff, three and a half. It was like three and a half. Minutes like usually like a song is three and a half minutes. Yeah, Young Miami's song was one one forty four. Yeah, right. What was it? it was, what was it supposed to be labeled as a freestyle? Like no, it was it actually a, it was a full on single. A full on single. I'm guessing uh, she's gonna drop a solo album. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So she drops rap free. She need her sister, but go ahead. 
I didn't think he was going to go there too early. Yeah, you know, you know JT. You know JT. Come on, man. I mean, I never, like, JT, like, yo, yo, yeah, like. Listen, listen, I don't even think, I think some females will listen to a whole Young Miami project just because. Mm-hmm. But without JT, it's really no City Girls. You said it, I did. That's, that's just real. Is it, it's like, I mean, I really never took Young Miami serious. Because she's like, I'm young Miami, am I can I get my like? Oh well, yeah, because like, she wasn't. She's not. A, she just started rapping. She just really? started rapping. So like, even listening to Rap Freaks, like Rap Freaks is a great production. Mm-hmm. Like, production wise, it's dope. Yeah. But it feels like she's just talking over the track. That's all she's doing, right? Though. And it just and it and it's. If she would have slowed down a little bit and mm-hmm. really like. Put all them bars together, like really put the bars together. It could have been something. It, it could have been, been like, oh, all right, she got a little. Nah, you know what I mean. You it ain't gotta be that. the best spitter. You don't. You just gotta know how to ride the track. Yeah, you gotta know how to ride the beat. You know how to Where flow you, on the track, really. KYP, know your personnel. Yeah. Right. So understanding, okay, cool. Know your sound. <laughs> KYS, know your sound. You know what I mean. Do nah. your breathing. Your breathing's like you know mm-hmm. if you're really trying to hit a certain bar, so mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> nah, it's just, it's a it's a it's it's a artistry. That's why they call it artists. It's an artistry to making music. Mm-hmm. And even though I don't make music, I still go. You, gotta, out. you can have you can either have an ear. If you even know how I have, have a, the I have voice an ear for it. it, you can have it. Always I have, have an, an ear, ear for it. it. I have an ear for that's it, and that's just mean. real, bro. I took classical. I played in a marching band. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really a geek. Like you feel me? Like I learned. I bloomed into the person I am in in my late teens, bro. Like, you feel me? Like, the type of person I am. And then, obviously, there was tweaking in my 20s, and then obviously, 35 is, like, a complete overhaul. But mm-hmm. for, the, for the most part, like, I understand who I am. A lot of people make music and don't understand their sound. No, that's real. And that's just, and, and, and it takes it takes time and understanding. Like, Pink, when Pink first came out, Pink made R&B music, right? And then once Pink realized, okay, this is not the avenue I want to be in, this is not where I could be the most effective, let me go ahead and switch to rock. Yeah. Right, she was Kid Rock that. is the same way. Yeah, Kid Rock came in as a what? As a motherfucking rap artist, early '90s, mm-hmm. and then he switched his sound late '90s, and he realized that popped for him. Mm-hmm. Like understanding your sound, like Young Miami, I think should go back into and work with someone that can teach her breathing exercise, teach her the the ways of yeah, being because an MC, yeah, an MC is a master of ceremonies. Yeah, right, you're a master of ceremonies. But so it's you not get a lot in. of MCs these days, man. It's people that just put words together and write a beat. You know that. How many? Listen. How many real rappers is like like real rappers is out in the game now? Still rapping. There's still OGs in the game. Still kicking. kicking Kendrick. Clothes. Like Kendrick just dropped something. Ken- I heard. He, Kendrick. Cole. Cole got on a he Cole on a he and on a track, we he just, on a track Hold on, for people out there, we're just talking about lyricists. Yeah, lyricists. Lyricists. People that that are wordsmiths. People that get in front of the microphone and they don't have to pull out their phone, they don't have to pull out a piece of paper. Yeah. They can literally just can go you, up the can top you, of the can head. You throw, can you throw uh, uh, Drake in there? No. No. Can't throw him in there, right? Drake is not in there. Uh, Big Sean. Sean is a lyricist. Big Sean. Sean, um, Big Crit. Big Crit. Um, Toby, Toby Niguar. Niguar? Am I pronouncing Yeah. Um, African Cat. They said, don't try me, try Jesus. Oh, okay, okay, he, he's, okay. He's also okay. a rapper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's a couple of people that are really out there that okay. I feel like you can put them in front of a microphone. And, and you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh what I'm about to say, but 
Big Tigger spit a, a lot better than a lot of these niggas Nigga, out here. Nigga, Big Tigger, bro. he was in the basement, boy, was smoke flow. That was smoke. freestyles. All at the top freestyles. of the head. Freestyles. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what that's what hip-hop is missing, and that's what I feel. That's what we need to get back to. And, and Rap City's actually better than a lot of niggas. Yeah. Rap City's better than a lot of niggas. Definitely. Like, you feel it's me? a lot of females. Uh, who that other chick from the South? What's her name? Amaretta? Mm-hmm. She's dope. Mm-hmm. She's these dope. Are, these, are, these are people that are, these are people like, um, Larry, Larry June. He's another one. Larry June? I heard, I think bro, I heard he's Larry nice. June. I heard Larry he's June. nice, bro. He's from the West Coast. He's dumb nice. Like, people, there's so much artists, there's so much music, untapped music out there yeah. that you don't even have to listen to the radio, but a lot of people choose to listen to the radio because that's the only form they understand. Mm. Like, it's hard for them to go out and look for their own Yeah, the radio has been the radio since the radio has been out. Yeah, you know. So they they they, they, they program you. They like, program you to listen to whatever they want you to listen to. Yeah. But rap freaks, I give it a solid. I give it a solid. Uh, four. The, the production is hot. I give it four. That's one thing I can say. The production on the track is hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I give it a four. I, I yeah. I give, I give it a four. It a, I give it a four. And the only reason why it's getting a four is because of the production. Yeah, the production. The production, because if without the production, that shit would she, be a one. Yeah, I heard she was trying to put lines together. I heard she said some shit about uh, what's his name, Kodak. Yeah. It's a Kodak line. And yeah, man. Listen, that. I just I know whole Megan. I was kind of going to make make make. No, she said she said Megan is stacked. She said I forgot what she said. She said something to the effect of. Um, Megan, I want you to rob my face like a stallion or something. Yeah, it was and like, I'm like, and I'm it was like, kind of everywhere. It, it wasn't really it catching wasn't, me. I was like this. But then it made me go back to listen to Kim and then listening to Biggie's Dreams. Yeah. Like, Biggie's Dreams will, will probably be forever. Even, you can even, the most recent one you could think about is Nicki doing Dreams Over. Yeah. And Nicki smoked that. Uh-huh. You follow? So, like, people. Didn't somebody else do one that too, right? You said Nikki did one, right? Uh-huh. She did one on her last... On her yeah, yeah, with yeah, the dreams yeah. of fucking yeah, 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 nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Okay, okay. But I'm playing. Yeah, 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 yeah so, yeah. like, that shit, like... But that's were, well put together, though. That's... that's. But that but that comes back to being... She was an artist. She's also... She's an artist, and she's a... And she's a rapper. Okay. Didn't Game do something like that before, too? Oh, yeah. He's yeah, Game did something yeah. like that before, too. Yeah, he did. He did do something like that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that's for the night. That's for the... That's for the real MCs. But that, that's what I'm saying. Those, 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 type of, those type of tracks are made for people that can really put it together. Yeah. She don't belong on that beat. No. She don't belong on that beat. She don't belong on that beat. I hope somebody take that beat and, and, and really... You heard, you, heard, you heard what Charlamagne said. Charlamagne said... I didn't even, I didn't she, even know he made a comment so on that. So Charlamagne said, he said, I'm waiting for Lil Nas X to make his version. <laughs> Why, dude? Like, what you know what? I, I respect the more time that goes by. I respect Lil Nas X, dog. But I'm saying, like, even with the whole boozy shit, like, Yo, I feel like it's being, it's getting really like dragged yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 cool. All right, all right, I give you an example. Say you go to school every day, right? Yeah. And this is one nigga every day, like he the toughest nigga, but you the only nigga that can get under his skin. Yeah. Right. And it happens. Right. And like everything you do, like. Everybody, you the bully, you the nigga that's the top dog. But everything I do, everybody laugh when I do it to you. You follow? Mm-hmm. That's Boosie. And Lil Nas. I wouldn't really say that. And Lil, no, no, but no, no, Lil Nas, Lil Nas has found a way to get under that nigga's skin that nobody else has found a way. I don't even way. think, but that's what I'm saying. Or he not even really getting under his skin. It's like more so, he's like he like Boosie feel like he's push, trying to push some agenda, even if he's still trying to fuck over the industry with his ways, my nigga. You ready? 
Niggas been gay before Lil Nas X. Yeah, you right. Niggas like first of all, like, but it's a different. It's a different. It's a whole different like time now. Everything is different. Like back in the days, you had to secretly find out that <laughs> niggas was moving like that. And you nobody know, nobody was coming and out you, and shooting their shit out and saying, "Hey, and, and, I'm, I'm, you know." Come on, yeah, you know that's true. No, it's From true. Basketball, the movies, since when true. people found out, it was like so shocked. Like, yo, come on, yo. But you ready for this though? Where did that get us? Like, I'm much rather like. I'm much rather. What happened to keeping your shit in the house? Who, nigga? Like that's what I'm saying. That's but just but, the but, whole but you can but you can also argue the same sentiments about men and misogyny. You can argue the same sentiments. You can. You can because like like we've been like men have been misogynistic to women forever. We have sexualized women forever, and we never kept it in the house. But now because niggas is gay. And niggas want to put out in the forefront. But it's not even about just being gay, bro. Yo, listen. You ready? Think about it like this. In Power Rangers, right? Yeah. In Power Rangers. Saved by the Bell. Were they not kissing in Saved by the Bell? I don't even remember. I never All right, boom. All right, cool, cool, cool. You can think about any cartoon that you probably watched. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Any show that you probably watched when you were younger. Mm -hmm. Right? They had a kissing scene. Shit, always they was a... kissing in Degrassi. All right, boom. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So it was between a, because it was between a girl and a boy. God. Nobody ever said that. Or you heard the other go. But they was doing. But they was doing that in Degrassi too. They was showing that. You know. But no. What I'm saying to you is. What I'm saying to you is. We have always showed heterosexual, heterosexual uh-huh. relationships on TV. Nobody batted an eye. But now, and nobody ever said there was sexuality issues, right? You follow? But now, because niggas is gay, niggas is gay. Go ahead, man. Now niggas is running with it. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, I'm a little tipsy too. A, I'm a little tipsy, y'all. A, it's not even about being homosexual, bro. Listen, just off the rip. Listen, look, I look. When a you, lot of people know that the kids be on social media and kids look up, little, look kids look up to mm-hmm. these stars the same mm-hmm. way how we look to our rap stars. Uh-huh. It goes, you know what I'm saying? Yo, if, it goes if, my the daughter, if my daughter ever come to me and say, Daddy, what's this about? I'm going to be like, look, you got two options, I'm saying, baby. what if you, what if, that's what I'm saying. You, you got two it. options, baby. And I'm like this, look, I'm not telling you you should, I'm going to tell, I'm like, look, I'm not telling you you should be this way. I'm uh-huh. not telling you you should be that way. Yeah. Do what makes you feel happy. You follow? Yeah. The conversation is, but Daddy, Daddy likes women. Mommy, Mommy likes men. Yeah. Now, if you want to like a woman, that's fine. Your yeah. uncle likes your uncle like men's in them. <laughs> this nigga is crazy. Your grandmother likes women's in and them. That, and that's what I'm saying that's that, that, fine. that 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 that's that shit fine. don't bother me. It don't mess with but that it might don't... bother other people. You know, you know what it is. I grew up in a very progressive home, and I didn't realize how progressive my home was. Like your yeah, household was like my, um, what's my, the name of that show uh-huh. that's out? Um, um, my mom, my mom was big. My mom, my mom is like big like me, and my brother is big gay. So like for me, like that, like I didn't even know in the nineties, in the early nineties, fucking two thousand, I didn't know I was living in a progressive home. Yeah. So like I was just like, oh, that shit normal. So when my, like I said, when my mom got a nigga, yeah, my mom went and got a nigga. I was like, what is you doing? What you doing, big dog? Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like it felt, like, it felt weird because I was like, "Yo, she's like, I'm still a woman." I'm like, "Bro, when? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you like you like you like women's in them." Yo, I'm dead. This nigga so like, it that's just, the show. Your household was like shameless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, but but it gave me it gave me insight to a lot of things. That's why, like, even like now, like I tell people all the time, like I didn't have no father growing up. Like mm-hmm. even like. I'm gonna put this out there. Like a lot of times, people be like questioning, like, 
growing up, a lot of people, even into my like adult years, people question my sexuality, and I'm just like, nigga, I was raised by nothing but women. Like, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah. feminine. Like, people don't understand that. Like, if you're raised a certain way, you're gonna have you're gonna have you're gonna have, you're gonna have certain things that are about yeah, your. But it's not. But it's not to you know like question your sexuality. Nah, but see, but you might but not understand it. But see, know? that's the thing. Like, I mean, I think I think a lot of times it goes twofold, right? It's either like you raised by your grandmother, your mother, your aunt, your sister, blah blah blah. You become extremely feminine, or you on the other side of the spectrum, you slightly you have you have you have feminine tendencies, yeah. or like you straight up like you overly you're you're overly masculine, right? But then what I've learned and my brothers told me is that like them niggas that be extra masculine, those <laughs> be the niggas that be get those be power bottoms. The niggas get taken down, and like I promise you. Hand to God, like, bro, I swear to God, like, i never forget. My brother walked in the crib, nigga, door swung open, I looked, and he walking behind him, another nigga's walking, and I hooped with the nigga before. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, why are you here? I'm looking at the nigga like, why are you here? And he gives me the look like he seen a ghost. And my brother, like, I'm, and my brother just smiled and nodded at me like, nah. And I was like, but that's, but that, but look, the yo, nigga, and the nigga crazy. gave me the look like, but he gave me the look like, yo. Don't tell nobody. Like, you feel me? Do you see what I'm saying? And that goes back to being out in the open about your shit. Because he probably was fucking bitches. Yo, that's what I'm saying. But, he, but, he pro- but I'm saying he probably fucking this females. He probably fucking females and he fucking my brother. That's what you I'm saying. Look, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, so I'd much rather, like, I've always been a little different. Like, I've, I I accept that. You feel me? And there's like, nothing wrong with that. Like, I am I prefer pretty over handsome. Some people just don't want to see that shit all the time. Nah, man, and listen. somebody's always going to have something to say. Like, the same way they're going to have something to say. Oh. Them Dave Chappelle just go through that? Man, Chappelle. I'm just, them, that's what I'm saying. Them Dave no, Chappelle no, no, just no, go no, through re- that. He had, he had them attacking him. Respect to Chappelle. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Chappelle shined a light. See, it's, it's, it's twofold, right? So, you have Chappelle speaking on... Like, equality, right? People yeah. want equality. And that's just real. Like, I'm a black man in America, um, and I understand what equality truly is, yeah. right? And what it can be. But you can't ask for equality, but they want special treatment. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing. People were up in arms about the whole, the, the transgender thing, right? Mm-hmm. About him making transgender jokes. But nobody had an issue when he's making jokes about slaves. Nobody had issue when he had when he said jokes about niggas, mm-hmm. but it, they get hypersensitive about a choice that you made. Yeah. See, I didn't choose to be black. I, that was a luck. That was just, a luck. You just I, came out. That was the luck of the draw, and guess what? It's awesome. Out, he was a lucky pick. Yeah, I was a he lucky was pick. The winner, you came out. You know what I'm saying? First black. pick, you know 1986 draft, baby. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody asked for it. You know what I mean? Let's, they made the choice to be that way. That's so what I'm no saying. Reality is like you, you make that choice. You gotta take what come with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I have, I have, I have a million thoughts a day, right? But it's my choice to act on. Yeah. Right. It's not to be insensitive to the people that are trans because I have family that is trans. Yeah. But understanding that you want to be equal, act equal. Laugh Period. at a joke. Period. Laugh it's, at a joke. It's just comedy. Because guess, guess what? Guess it's what? It's just comedy. It's just comedy. And the thing is, it, it's rooted. A lot of times, we live in a hyperly sensitive like society. Mm-hmm. Right? So everything is like, I want you to feel what I'm feeling. So you hurt my feelings. I need you to understand that you hurt my feelings. And 
we have gotten to a place where we no longer accept apologies. Mm-hmm. If I say I am truly sorry about what I did because I learned from the yeah, situation. The, the, the apology days is lost. Yeah. Nowadays, like, that shit is lost. You can apologize to somebody. Yeah. I don't want your apology. I want you to suffer. I want you to suffer. I want but, you to feel how but, I'm feeling. But at what point, <laughs> at what point that uh, a country that was built on freedom of religion, freedom of to do whatever you please, mm-hmm. has become sanctioned? Y'all don't even see it. it we're sanctioned. We we've taught separatism to all our children. Mm-hmm. You follow? You we before our children can talk, we teach us. We we're trying to teach them the difference between them and you. Yeah, and that shit is sad. It you was, follow like never children. Way. Children are That's not even. That's why I told you when shit like that was going on. Who was really trying to glorify it? Like it's mm-hmm. like now but in see, today's day, a lot of but, people, a lot of the new, you know, know, ones are are trying to like. Push some agenda but saying you know like, we're here. We know that shot here. I, I blame I blame a lot of black women for a lot of shit too. Why, why you say that? And that and that the thing is like black women, black women don't create a safe space for black men to be comfortable with themselves. Mm. And the reason yeah, why I say I that because when black women and and this is this is speaking from a black man that understands black women mm-hmm. and I strive for them. A lot of times black women want a gay black man, but they'll 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 demonize a black man. For being gay, yeah, you want a gay black friend, but you'll demonize a regular black man that's walking the streets of being gay, yeah. So, like, you'll make fun of him for rumors of him being gay, but then you want a gay best friend, make it make sense, doesn't you know what I'm saying? So, like, you argue, you argue the fact you, you, you emasculate your men a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, because you have previous situations. I had a, I had this is not bashing no black, no, no, but it's just, it's just, just understanding, like. I like I understand like my mom my mom used to tell me I I look like my father I ain't gonna be shit like she used to say that to me and that shit stuck with me for mad long mm-hmm. and then realized that she was griping over emotions that she had not yet dealt and that, with and that usually happens to a lot of young boys especially in these day, this day and age and how a lot of young fathers is out here just trying to trying to figure it out yeah you follow and the thing is like I remember one time I was having an argument like you know with my daughter's mother and like. I was paying, I was uh I was um using my Benoit balls and I was doing this and my daughter walks up to me and she's like, Daddy, what you doing? And I was like, Oh, I use this to relieve stress. Yeah. And I never forget, she was like, Oh, at least you get to relieve your stress. <laughs> and I was like I was like, because I deal with my emotions differently to yeah. you doesn't doesn't necessarily well, take what, away. What do we from- what do we call that? Like when you know, our spouses, you know, hate that we find find other ways to cope with yeah, emotions. Yeah. I don't I don't think I think it's I think it's a, a a situation where a lot of times we we've gotten to a place where we haven't had an open line of communication. Because mm. the open line of communication creates an avenue where we can have those real in depth talks and mm. say, Hey, listen, this is making me comfortable, this is uncomfortable. Right, right, right. This is how I'm gonna do this versus this is how I'm gonna do it. You follow? So, like, understanding that, and then when you get into these relationships with people, you got to tell them your boundaries and where, you, how far are you willing to go with these things. And as you start to fall more in love, you tell them, hey, listen, this is okay, this is not okay. Correct, yeah. You follow? A lot of times, we go with the flow to get along mm-hmm. instead of saying, look. And that's been my problem in, in past relationships. I'll just go with the flow. To no, that's not, but that's not... But that's not healthy for either yeah, party. Yeah, and I had to speak up. Like, honestly, that's when I started to really no. start speaking up and just start saying, like, yo, I feel like, you know, this is going on. Like, you know, we're not really 
communicating like that no more. And, you know, I feel like it's a little shift and change in us, you know, this huh. relationship or whatever the case may be. People, people either, there's either two things that happen in life. And I want y'all to remember this shit. All this shit that y'all think be going on in your head is bullshit. Either two things happen in life. Either you get sharp or sloppy. There's no either, there's no in between. So, what does sharp look like? Sharp means that you're elevating. You're ascending. You're becoming a better version of yourself. You're finding a way you're to emerging. shed. You're, you're sh- finding ways yeah. to shed. What does sloppy look like? Idle. <laughs> Disinterested. Mm-hmm. Lack of understanding. Close-minded. You're sloppy or you're sharp. There's no in-between. Yeah. And that's and I learned that. I learned that with all the shit that I was doing that wasn't necessarily conducive to me growing as a person, that's when I learned that. Either you become really sharp or you become sloppy. Mm-hmm. You start to make mistakes. And when you start to make mistakes, the thing is like, what I, what I used to do, especially like the thing that got me locked up, the things that I used to do, I started being sloppy. I, I went back and started thinking about it. I said, oh, I wasn't cleaning up this. And I wasn't clean. That's how I got. Yeah. I wasn't cleaning up that. I wasn't cleaning up that. Yeah. And the thing, those are those two things. Either you get sharp or sloppy. That's what I was telling you. You can still be who you be, but you, you got to sharpen it. You, you, you got sh- to you sharpen it up. Iron sharpens iron. And the thing is, like, when you're, when you're sitting there thinking about how you're going to grow into the better person that you want to be in life, mm-hmm. you got to think about what does that look like? What does my team look like? Fuck what do I look like? What does my team look like? Mm-hmm. So, all right, do I have a person right here that is going to be my equilibrium, that person that keeps me balanced? Do I have someone I can have a real conversation, honest and in-depth conversation with about, about the emotions and things that I'm going through? Right? Do I have somebody of love interest that, that, that is solely pouring into me? See, the thing is, a lot of times we get in these relationships and we, we, we don't have people pouring into us, but they just pulling. Yeah. They pulling out of you. And you don't even realize they pulling from your essence. Yeah. And then before you know it, you like you strip bare. But look, they sitting <laughs> over there. They sitting over there with a little fur coat and they good to go. Yeah. You follow? So now that now that they stripped you of all your essence, now they're like, all right, yo, you did your part. Peace. Yeah. And now you're sitting there, you're looking fucked up. Mm. You're looking fucked up, and you're trying to figure out what that soul tie really looked like. How did they pull? How were they able to pull from? Because what they do is they feed you a little, but then they take back a lot. Yeah, yeah, most You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah, they might buy you them little sneakers, but, like, they, they, they're getting... Like, when people sit in your... People think, oh, pulling from your energy, pulling from your essence, all that shit. They think that, oh, that comes with sex and soul ties. No, <laughs> no nigga, no nigga. You know what that so comes from? Shit, guys, no, you know what that comes from? That that comes from them sitting in your house all day and they absorbing your energy. Mm-hmm. They sitting there absorbing like, why are you happy, nigga? I'm happy because I'm happy. Yeah. And they like and some and, people just can't and, understand and people, why you just and they so eating happy, they eating your energy and you yeah. don't even know it. You follow? Y'all yeah. y'all out there burning sage, but y'all not praying. Y'all talking about y'all religious. But y'all not y'all spiritual, but y'all, y'all not religious. How does that work? And y'all, eat, and y'all eat pork. And how that work? How that work? <laughs> y'all y'all here burning sage, and y'all understand, and y'all and y'all not understand why y'all eyes are watering. Bitch, you the demon. What the fuck is you talking about? You burning sage in your house. You don't even know why you burning sage. You like make it make sense, shorty. Y'all all got crystals around your neck. Y'all y'all got crystals around your neck, but y'all twerking yeah, in the club. Make man, it make sense. It's the crowd, Apple. Man. <laughs> man, listen, don't get me. Well, yeah, man. Yeah, man, yeah, listen, yeah. listen, listen. Because I used to, I used to talk that. I used to talk that. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm spiritual, not but not religion. Uh-huh. You know what religion does? And this is the realest shit I'm gonna tell you. Religion, what it does is give you structure and understanding. 
it says it sets boundaries on what and what you cannot do. A lot of people don't even understand that. It it it's not it's not about oh you following Muhammad or you are you following Jesus or you following Buddha. Like it's not even about that. It gives you structure, religion, understanding, right? And those things it keeps you in that box. Oh, I'm spiritual. Bitch, you spiritual, but you fucking everything under the sun. Yeah. You don't even know that make you're giving yourself sense. soul ties. Make it make sense. You, you giving yourself soul ties and you don't make, even realize make, it. Make it make sense, You follow, man. you out here fucking and sucking and doing whatever, but you got these crystals around your neck and you're not even realizing that these crystals are absorbing whoever you laying with. Whoever you laying with, it's absorbing that shit. So now, so now you sitting there, you sitting there, now you trying to understand why you angry. You, but you, but, but you, but, but you, but you dead fucking, you fucking, you fucking Deshaun from Popeyes ain't never had a real job Yo. in his life. You follow? Yo, and now you, man. and now you mad, you my mad man. that your life falling apart. <laughs> no, nigga, get rid of him and get rid of that crystal around your neck and go pray. Yo, that's facts. I'm not even talking, I'm not even talking from a mindset where yeah. I'm like, I'm being a dick. Nah, bro, man. like, bro, like I, I'll tell people proudly, nigga, I'm a Muslim. I am a Muslim. Am I a devout Muslim? No. Am I praying five times a day? No, but you might catch me paying three. You follow? Yeah. So, but you understand, like, I came from the slums. Anybody that watches the podcast and knows me, knows, nigga, I used to be really witty. You follow? Yeah. Like, so, like, y'all, y'all got to understand, like, y'all yelling that, oh, I'm spiritual, but, 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 but yeah. I'm not religious. Yo, how do we like, how get, you, but how do you get, get to spiritual? How do we get here? I don't even know, bro. <laughs> But I just feel like I had to get out of here. How did we even get in? I don't even know how, how we got here. How did we even get in? But I'm slow here. Slow down, my nigga. Slow down. I'm here, though. Where we at, man? Fuck what did we even get the spirits? I don't know, man. I'm like, hold Cause on. Because I seen that demon I seen, Jada Pickett Smith. I, I knew. I knew. Oh, man. I thought you didn't even want to get nah, out. I, I knew. Look, look, look. I, I feel knew. like... Go ahead, man. Go Look, ahead. man. Ever since she, ever since she let that little that that, that young line in her den, yeah, she ain't know how to act I, I, right. I told you. you. know what I'm saying. I told you. You told me when we the last episode when we was talking about it. You and you and Fess was like, nah. I'm like, I'm telling you, man. That's Alcina. Man, listen, that I've young, a, that young child, demon I've put that a, dick on her, bro. Alcina changed everything, bro. But see, the thing is, look, I'm gonna tell niggas this is really shit. You wanna know how you want, yo? If you. are if your bitch is getting slayed by somebody else, you gonna know real quick. Cause she gonna get real out of hand, real disrespectful. You follow? She gonna do everything in her power to emasculate you, whether it be public or private. Uh, you know what I'm saying? She don't even care, bro. But listen, man. And, that, and that's just and that's just real. And that not to say the last article, cause the last article wasn't as damning as what she's been leading up to, saying that she wants to know how to be loved. But they were saying, um. Uh, that she had slept with old boy from uh, what's that from uh, from Chris Cross, right? Yeah, yeah, man. And then she did that. She a pedophile. Yeah. She so that's, that's why that's why I was saying I'm like everybody look up like oh damn like but see Will, the thing is Will, like wonder how Will felt. But where's the accountability? Like, where's yeah. the accountability? The conversation like with black women, with black women want accountability for black men, but where's the accountability for black women? Never. Nah, the thing is, the new black woman, and I, I, I cause I guess what? They're what not is, my, what they're not the, my, they're not my grandmother. I would never, I would never, what I would, is, what I would. Is the definition of the new black woman? The new black, the new black woman black, in the, in the you ready? Age, you ready? All right, life. so the new black women want to, they want to get on their knees and do Sierra's prayer, but they want to get up and twerk like young, young Miami. Got you. You follow? Got you. You can't, got you can't you. shit in one hand and pray in the other hand. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta that's, either that's, one or the other. You know what they call that? What? They call that demon town. Man, listen. The <laughs> fact, the fact that I just there's so many Christians that y'all pay to Jesus 
Oh yeah, there's so many Muslims that pray yo, to Allah, yo, and y'all be saying yo, demon time yo, blows my mind. Yo, a lot of I'm telling you, blows my mind. A lot of mind. women will run on demon time when it comes to getting what they want. But that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah. Like I man, listen. I come from the I come from the slums, bro. I come from Yonkers, my nigga. Mm. I come from the city when bitches set you up, bro. Like this is nah, this, that's fact. this is real I, life. Seen it. This is real life. Like I've oh, we it. gonna get this nigga. You follow? Yeah. Like you a whole jokes, nigga. Like that's what I'm saying. Like these new women, these new set of women, bro. Like it's just different, bro. And I be scared some days, bro. Like it just it re- nah for real for real. That's bro. what I be telling you, man. You got you gotta you gotta be more you gotta be more protective, man. You Who gotta me? really keep something on your head, whoever. Man, listen, whoever, don't worry. You never know the situation. I keep man, listen. I keep a hulk never. on me. I keep a hulk you on me. You're hulking though. enough in this day and this ain't the wild wild west. Man, man nigga, I, listen, nigga, I hit you in your kidney and keep it moving. Listen, you man. get close enough, we get it. Cause you gotta get up on me to rob me. You feel I'm me? Saying, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm, and guess oh, what? Real, not, real jokes. Yeah, but if somebody just flying away shots and get lucky, then that's a different. That's a different situation. And that's the thing, nigga. I applied for my gun license over six months ago. You know, it's a backlog. Okay, well, make sure when uh, when when, that, when, when it comes up, when it comes up, I'm gonna have a lie, I'm gonna have a Desert Eagle it, sitting in that. I'm gonna have a Desert Eagle <laughs> sitting in the in the fucking car. So if you running up, you run up and you gonna get done up, nigga. Yeah, but then we gonna we gonna snatch switch all that. Uh, I got I had a question for you though, man. You know, Halloween is about is about to be approaching. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about to just be a one day thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a weekend thing. Uh, bro. Yeah, it's a real a real weekend thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, real shit is a uh, what's Thanksgiving looking like, man? Who me? Yeah, man. What, what, what's looking like for you, man? You got any uh, any special drops that you making? Any any I feel pants, like I'm, man, listen. Anything that you you know bringing any special pants? Nigga, I'm just waiting for Christmas. This is my dick in the box. Oh, you just waiting for Christmas? Uh huh. Ah. my dick in. I don't celebrate them holidays, dog. Oh, you don't? Nah, I don't celebrate. I'm Muslim. Okay. okay but so I don't okay. celebrate them holidays. But the thing is, like, I feel like. Because my daughter, family, like, my, daughter, know, my daughter, yeah, 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 my daughter, my daughter, my daughter has been like she's real like vocal now. You've been in the car talking with yeah, while she yeah, talking. Yeah. She's very vocal. So like it's just like I gotta do the whole done up stuff for her. Like you know what I'm saying, making okay. her feel, making her feel like you know, you know, we out here. And we I think that's because that's what I did with uh, my kids. Did that with Ty Head. Did that with Kim and, and mm-hmm. Hendrix. Like because you know, even she, she, that's her thing. She, she, uh, she rep the Christ side. You know what I mean? She. Jesus, baby, you know what I mean? Hey, you know, Jesus, listen, listen. I don't have, I don't have no, I don't have no, like, no cause about you, like, worshiping. Yeah, um, like, I have Jesus. nobody practicing Christianity. Man, listen, I love anything, it. Anything, you know what I mean? I, like, I respect, that's one thing I do. I respect people's see, culture. I don't see, really. No, no, no. So, I had a, that's not to cut you off, but I had somebody in my car, like. I mean, I meant to say, not culture, religion. My bad. No, no, that's for, it's all cultural. Yeah. That's cultural. Cultural. But, um, I had, um, that's somebody in my car. And he told me that I couldn't love with the, the way I need to love because I don't love Jesus Christ. Who told you that? Somebody told me that. They sat in my car and told me that, bro. One of your workers? Nah, my, one of my coworkers. He was like, yo, he's like, if you're not worshiping Jesus Christ, you're not able I to love. I heard that from, but I yo, heard that from and, and, and other the, Christians, And though. they was like, you can't, you can't love anybody properly. And I said, I said, why do you feel that way? Because you don't know what real love is because Jesus didn't show. And I was like, what? It's the God in me. Exactly. And I was like, I was like, but I, you, I was like, but I was like, isn't that like separatism? Because, but that's it, but then they wasn't it a, a war back in uh, was it a couple of years ago? Years ago, couple? That? That's not a couple. That's like hundreds of years ago. Yeah, I, I'm saying, all right, let's take it all the way back before the shoes was on the feet, and they was wearing uh, them, them, the 
what you calling the uh and you nauseous slippers in you in you nauseous my man my man be acting like i'll be watching i don't watch an anime i don't watch anime so i wouldn't they know was, they, was, they was wearing them like you know the jesus shuttleworths the real jesus shuttleworths you know what i mean the, the slippers you know what i mean it was more of a religion so it's, that's never going to change it's always going to be you know christians muslims you know everybody that's Everything else. I they, feel like they I feel practice, you know, Satan is whatever, whatever the fuck they call that shit. You know what's so crazy? Atheists are probably the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Why wouldn't they not be nice? Athe- no, because the perception is that atheists, if you don't believe in any type of religion, that you're probably more subjectable to. So growing up, did you believe in any religion? I grew up Pentecostal. Yeah, you know I'm saying, but even if was you forced to, or was that something? That, that was something you... that was taught to us. Okay. So I was taught. Did you enjoy it? In the beginning, uh-huh. but as my mind started to develop more, and I started mm-hmm. to read, and I started to understand, my mom gave me a book. My mom, I always tell my mom, and like that's why I always have like the immense amount of respect for my mom. It didn't take me; it took me thirty-five years and a seven-year-old child to respect to the way I need to respect as a mother. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of shit that she gave me when I was a boy, I didn't understand why she was giving to me. My mom. For, for whatever reason, my mom can't digest information the way she needs to. Mm-hmm. She gets too overzealous, and she's like, and she's like, she starts spewing out information instead of dissecting it the way it needs to be. Gotcha. Right. So the information that she's been giving me as a child all the way to adult, I take my time dissecting the information because I try not to be too, like, too hype about the whatever information she's given me okay. because I might miss something. Mm. A pen, like it might be something really significant that I might miss. So like I'm very I'm I'm very like cautious about what I read. But to say that is like when I was twelve years old my mom gave me a yellow book. You can go look it up. It's called The Tale of Two Religions. Right? The Tale of Two Religions it speaks on not religion. There's only two religions, honestly. It's good and evil. Mm-hmm. Just that simple. And it opened my eyes to, like, everything. And once that started to open my eyes, like, I would get in trouble. Like, my mom, like, I remember I, I got suspended from school when I was... I got suspended for two weeks. I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. My mom came back. She didn't even whoop me. i never forget that. She came back from the library. Mm-hmm. And the book was this big. Well, she made your ass read. Right, and when we got the book, she just drops it on my bed and she says, "I need a thesis on every president in here." I didn't even know what a thesis was, right? But then she sat down with me and she showed me how to write a proper thesis statement. Mm-hmm. So, like, these are memories that I think about when I think about my mom. The thing is, like, because they're so they're so far and in between because mm-hmm. our relationships have been so tumultuous. Yeah, like. Now, combing back through all this stuff, I can't hold on to the negative shit. You follow? So, like... Yeah, through time, time, People are like, oh, time heals everything. No. Understanding and assessment heals everything. Because if you understand the why behind something, that's the conversation that you really need to have with yourself. Not the time. Stop trying to... Stop trying to, oh, outwit yourself not to think about it. Think about the shit, right? Assess the situation. Mm -hmm. Remove what you need to remove from it. Get the nutrients that you can get from it. Mm. And the biggest thing is like my um 
like my mom like showed me how to write a thesis and my mom showed me how to make my first resume like my mom showed me a lot of shit that i didn't realize she was showing me you follow and now like it's as life, being a life girl, shit you know yeah life shit like you for college but you wanted to go to school you already be ahead of the game you know what i mean but see the thing is my mom knew that she wanted us to be entrepreneurs Mm-hmm. She didn't know how to teach us to be entrepreneurs. Got you. She just knew what she knew. She and knew what she knew. Those tools to apply to her kids. But she, but she realized it took us long enough to realize. Okay, me and my youngest brother, she really realized between the two of us mm-hmm. that we have entrepreneur mindset. Yeah. Now the middle one, not so much, but she knew that him and I had entrepreneur mindset. So she fed that into us. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So now, like. Now she's like, you know, when she, she talks to me, she's like, oh, you need to do this, 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 and this. This is stuff I used to tell you. And I was like, yeah, you did tell me. When I was like 17, you told me that shit. But, like, I can remember the timestamps when we had those conversations. Because mm-hmm. those are, like, the moments the moments of when my mom wasn't in, like, peril, like, going up and down, those are probably the most precious moments I could think about. And when she's gone, I'll think about that. Gotcha. You follow? Because these are moments that, that everybody always like, oh, well, you had a great mom, this and that. And, like, I think about, like, people that have had moms that have been, like, there. And I'm like, how much did they really teach her? You know? I had a verbal IQ level of 141 when I was in third grade. You follow? Like, my mom used to make me read a thesis. Like, like, like um, a thesaurus, sorry. A thesaurus. So she would make me read that. Or the dictionary. Mm-hmm. You follow? So, like, these are things that I would read and, like, I remember, like, uh, and I'm not ashamed to say it, when I was in seventh grade, I had a verbal IQ level of 141 when I was in third grade. But I had um, I had a uh, performance anxiety. So, like, when I would get up in front of the class, I would start shaking mm-hmm. when I was reading. Yeah, I think that was that was kind of normal for most people. A lot of people, that's where I think uh, public speaking comes in. Mm-hmm. When you get to school, give you that courage, mm-hmm. you know. Public speaking is able a kid. To, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm not afraid to talk to the people. You nah, know what I mean? it's a, it's, 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 I think that's a course that should be te- taught. Yeah. Um, but public speaking, uh, financial literacy, these things that are gonna be very imperative when you get in college or you get into places of business, because like if I'm sitting in front of you and I'm doing a PowerPoint, like I have to be able to speak to the PowerPoint, the resources, all those different things. Mm-hmm. And if I can't speak to those things, like how good is the information going to be relayed? People don't tune in to um, things because it's it's informative. People tune into it because it's entertaining. That's why. But people, yeah, that's but uh, yeah. But that's why people that are that's why popularity is going to always outweigh knowledgeable videos, right? Mm-hmm. So you look at situations like a um, a twerk video. Twerk video might get five hundred thousand likes on TikTok. Versus someone that's going to teach you about fixing your credit. Yeah, most definitely. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sex sells. In oh, any, yeah. In any, uh, you know, not, I wouldn't say any industry, but just in the social media world, like, that's going to always be the number one thing. From music, media, to fucking filming. It's always going to be that. Sex is, I mean, I mean the thing it's is. It's always going to be sex. It's but, always going to be that word in there. But, you regardless, know. Regardless, if it's from. Little photos to no clothes to that's why OnlyFans is uh so popular. Yeah, and the thing is like it's six, cheap. But see, the thing is, it allows you, it allows people that don't necessarily have an avenue to exploit to create something. Yeah, yeah. To, we have so to many brand creators. themselves to just you know 
even if they don't want to go to school or they don't want maybe that's just what they want to do. They want to be lazy and do that, be in the house, shake it. If they getting they got the fans, they getting the money, let them do them. School? I don't never knock nobody never I don't ever knock nobody hustle. How ever. do you feel about school? School? Um, I feel since, you, since you're on education. Education, I feel um we should well when I was in school, uh the curriculum was a little different. Um, now I don't even know what they're teaching because um, <laughs> I just don't even know what they're teaching. But as far as when I was in school, I wish I would have learned a lot of more things that I had to learn on my own. Like, um, you know, how to do my taxes, <laughs> financial uh, literacy, just how 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 to save and you know prepare myself for life. Um, learning about um, so you know flipping homes, like just. Just Little stuff, things just like to prepare me. Even if, even if, even if I walked out of school with a high school diploma and uh, and a certificate to you know at least get me a job, mm-hmm. so I'm not out there. Mm-hmm. If I don't have the right GPA to get me into this school or the grades, mm-hmm. at least I have a plan B. So you're most like most millionaires, like they they say, and you can look this up statistically. Most millionaires don't make their first million to their fifty. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. With that being said, a lot of the people that become millionaires are people that are worker bees. That that work their way up into a position of power, mm-hmm. and then they created other avenues for other people. It's not the people that go to school that are professional students. Those are the outliers, right? So mm-hmm. the people that are doctors, right? They do they do something for eight eight to ten years. Um, uh, I ha- I had like my ex. She was gonna be a gynecologist. Mm-hmm. Her friend is a doctor, and then her friend's ex boyfriend was gonna be a neurosolid. Uh, uh, a neuro uh, surgeon. Okay. So like, they they're getting into upper echelon of two hundred fifty thousand, three hundred thousand, a million. But shit dollars. like that takes time. But that takes time. So you don't even you don't even start to reap the benefits. Both of that shit is stress. Uh-huh. A whole bunch of studying, mm-hmm. being broke if you're not coming from a ho- from a home mm-hmm. of money. So and this- it's a it's a it's 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 a uphill climb. And then you have easier ways to be like lucrative. You you're creative, right? You start yeah. to create other things. But the thing is, like, with a lot of times when people create, it's the consistency that allows them to triumph over everybody else. Gotcha. It's not necessarily the the content. Because if, if I tell you every day that you can be a great basketball player, you have raw talent, mm-hmm. but you only practice one time a week, how well will you be over someone that's mediocre that practices every single day? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Patty, Patty Mills is a... A stellar point guard that worked that plays for the Brooklyn Nets, right? But then you had people like Chandler Parsons that's no longer in the NBA due to injuries, mm-hmm. but him not reha- rehabbing correctly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like understanding, it's like know knowing your limits, knowing where you're at in life, and then kind of pushing forward. It's taking yourself serious. It's investing in yourself. It's a lot of people don't know. your body and just you know. Having that mindset of, you know, mm-hmm. achieving and being the best that you want to be. Like, you know, just like, honestly, like, that's why I feel like even in the NBA, since we was getting on basketball, like, there's so many raw talent and nice people because people <laughs> want to get better. They want to win. They're mm-hmm. tired of being the bottom, the bottom crab at the barrel, my nigga. They want to be, they want to be up. They want to fight. But we live in a performance-based society. Let's simplify it. Mm-hmm. Performance-based society. The people that become the best are the the people that perform the best, mm-hmm. right? When under lights, under scrutiny, they perform no matter what. Yeah. They bring the same type of consistency all the time. Yeah. The people that don't are the people that are half-assing it. 
or they're doing it because somebody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people get into situations, even podcasting, because they see that podcasting, just like any other venture out there, has the opportunity for growth. But they don't realize that there's so many other things that go into creating a good podcast. So creating a good podcast can be um, you going out, doing your due diligence, doing your research on what's current, Mm -hmm. right? And then start to formulate your own identity. Mm. So like a lot of times you listen to podcasts and you literally listen to the same type of rhetoric, right? So it's like, what makes you stand out more More than than the others? others? Mm. So like the conversation goes from these two guys created a podcast. What is their podcast? Like when people ask me what my podcast is about, I asked, I, I, I challenged them just to go listen to it. And they're like, but why can't you? Well, the synopsis is on. If you go look it up, yeah. well, that tells me how much interest you generally have. That's exactly. one. Two, if, you really, if you're really out there and you really listen to podcasts, if you're actively listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. a lot of times the podcast will lead you in the direction or the type of energy that the podcast represents. You know what's funny that you say that not to cut you off? Because when uh, I get introduced to, you know, either, you know, locals, you know, people that have other podcasts or they have friends or, you know, family members, mm-hmm. I don't even ask what it's about. Send me the link. Send me the link. That's it. B- because you do it. That's why. The thing is, when you do something yourself, it's kind of like, if I say, yo, I'm a hooper, right? And I go out and I'm just like, all right, yo, you hoop? Yeah. Yo, I'm going to be here this Saturday. I ain't going to ask you to show me some moves. Yeah. I'm be like, yo, we're going to be here this Saturday. I'm going to see if you can hoop when we get there. So a lot of times, like, people, people, only 13% of, like, the uh, the nation listens to podcasts. And it's growing exponentially. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, now you're looking at, okay, what separates you from the million other motherfuckers that's going to create one? Because guess what? When they do create it, give it 10 weeks. And they're done. Because either it's a short-lived podcast, mm-hmm. it's a it's it's like a limited edition, or they say, oh, damn, we're not getting no money from this shit. Let me go ahead and quit. Yeah. That's really how it goes. That's really yeah, how that's it goes. Yeah, that's what I say to us. Like, you know, like, fuck what everybody else saying. Fuck with everybody. We know what you, everybody you else is doing. Like, we it. doing what we doing. Mm-hmm. We going to keep pushing this shit regardless whoever's riding the wave or not. You know what I mean? So, but nobody likes you till you get a cosign. That's yeah. That's just that's yeah, just real. Yeah. You nobody likes you till you get a cosign. You follow? You got to make yourself popping. Mm-hmm. Like and that, I, it's crazy because I was like, I was like, um, because I listen to other podcasts. I always listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. and I've been listening to podcasts before I created one. Yeah. And the biggest thing was like listening to different people's podcasts, and I try my best. You'd be like, oh, you'll go watch it on YouTube. I'd be like, nah, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I tried. No, I really only listen to it. You know mm-hmm. why? Because now you have my full undivided attention because you're in my ears. Yeah. So now it's like no matter what I'm doing, I hear you talking to me. Mm-hmm. Versus like if you on the TV, I'm probably got my phone in my hand and I'm probably texting yeah. or calling or doing something else. Versus like if you in my ear, I I can't escape you. Yeah. You follow? That's the reason why I listen to podcasts versus watch it. Yeah, that's what. I, but I kind of just do both because I'm still listening even if I'm not. You know, mm. paying attention to it. Mm. You know what I mean? That's just how I'm wired. Mm. But at the end of the day, like you, you know, you made a valid point on you know you want that you want that full attention. You don't really want yeah. to just to be heard and then somebody's you know just in their phone. Yeah, you know, it was a good show. And, and I know, but that's but you know what? I try to give everybody the same attention mm-hmm. that I would want them to give me gotcha. when it comes to mine. 
So and like, that's just real. and that's just I I it, I respect your craft because when I look at you, like I could tell if you really put the energy and effort into it, mm-hmm. versus like, did you go out like after you do this after we record, did you go out and um, did you go out and actively promote it? Right, that's one. Mm-hmm. Then I go to all your social media, like I go to social media sites. Are oh, you plastering? Then I go to all of the podcasting apps. Is it on those before I even press play? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I do that is because that tells me if you if you're really trying to get people to listen to it, right? If I go if I gotta look for your podcast and you gotta send me a link to your podcast that goes to a website that's on some like like some bullshit server, yeah. I'm not gonna listen to it. And yeah. the, the reason why I'm not gonna listen to it is because it's like it's not accept it's not easily accessible. Yeah. Like it has to be easily nah, accessible. I understand exactly what you're saying. Make like, it totally. easy and that's accessible. That's not even just being, you know, ass about it. It's just real shit. That's why, like I said in uh, the first episode we did, like invest in yourself. Nah, you got to. Like think- show people that you're serious. Show show yourself that you're serious, and you would take that extra measure to learn how to do this and how to get on that platform. Exactly. A lot of times people make um, they make bullshit like content because they see everybody <clears throat> else making. Mm-hmm. You follow like TikTok, like I I've, I've been actively on TikTok, and the reason why is because I'm trying to grow a following, I'm trying to grow a following, I'm trying to grow a following, and it's in it. And what I've noticed is it's extremely hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. It's all about algorithms. Mm-hmm. But trying to grow this this thing so I can say, hey, once I grow this exponentially, like I can go ahead. I say exponentially, exponentially, <laughs> exponentially, exponentially, exponentially. Once I grow it, then. I can go ahead and serve you what I really want to serve you, yeah. which is this, which is this free product that I'm offering you, right? Because <laughs> it's a free product. If you have an Apple phone, yeah. if you have an Apple phone, it's on Apple Pod. Mm-hmm. If you have Pandora, it's on Pandora. iHeart, it's on uh, Spotify. So like you have it, yeah. it's accessible. It's just so, a click of a button. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Takes. So like it, you, it, you ain't gotta type in nothing crazy. You no. ain't gotta search me on no back page. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta click a SoundCloud link. No, none of that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you literally can Google the Valentine's. I send print. you the link. You can Google it yourself. Yeah, I and can it see the right name up. of it. Click, click, click. click. And it pop see right it. up. We there. You and know that's, what I mean? It's like, crazy. I think that tells me either two things. When people hate on you, they don't support. When people don't find any interest in you, because yeah. a lot of times we have short attention spans. So if they don't have interest in what you're presenting to them, yeah. they're like, okay. And then it goes back to what we talked about earlier when people have preconceived notions of you. Mm. These people that known you from years ago, yeah. you're doing something different, but it's not something that they're comfortable with because yeah. they're comfortable with the old you. Gotcha. They don't support the new you. And that's just that simple. That's just what it is. It's just that simple. Honestly, but we're going to keep rocking. We're going to keep rolling. That's what I'm know, saying, man. Doing what we doing, you know, each episode we're going to get better and just... Most definitely. Keep doing what we do. Fuck with everybody else, Phil. Fuck everybody else. Just fuck everybody else. <laughs> that's just what it is, man. Man, Honestly. listen, I just... I'm I'm getting in a, in a headspace where now life is coming at me full blast and I... I'm truly appreciative of all the people that have poured into me. Mm-hmm. Like people that have don't even know that they poured into me, but they've given me like these these words of encouragement, these these uh these messages of like like love, 
and um, pushing me towards a place where I feel the best version of me is 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 really getting to a place where you know I feel like I'm flourishing. Okay. And I always look at like people always laugh, but I tell people, and I haven't said on the podcast, but the biggest thing with me is that I look at life. I, I you you notice it like I, I put a I put a rose or a flower at the end of all my text messages and all that shit. And people are like, yo, why do you do that? And I always tell people like I'm I'm truly infatuated with flowers, right? And a flower is the most beautiful thing in the world, but it understands its purpose. Mm. Right? The flower understands it comes from the ground. Right? It grows. It goes through photosynthesis. Just like a human does. Mm. Not one time does a flower look in the garden and try to fight for more more sunlight than the next flower. Right? But the best part of a flower is when it reaches its precipice, when it reaches the top limit, Mm -hmm. the only thing it knows how to do is shine. It tries to be as beautiful as it possibly can be at that moment. And then it understands the assignment, it understands the purpose, and it goes back to the ground. And then it flourishes so the other flowers can grow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've grown to understand it, so I always look at myself as a flower. Right now, I'm going through photosynthesis. And when I reach my precipice, when I reach my highest point, I'm just going to shine. I'm not going to look to... to to, to push anybody out the totally, way anything yeah, like that yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure that I shine just enough and people can see and then guess what leave that lasting impression and go back to the ground and that's it you should be a public speaker man you should be a, man. Them, uh, a life coach uh, me a life coach you know man you got a lot of you got a lot of information for you know for lost causes man listen yeah. I you know what's so crazy my uncle asked me years ago when his church was like going through a state of flux and he yeah. asked me he was like would you ever think about being a minister and I was like no and I was like he was like and then my aunt said I had a great speaking voice but I was like I yeah, can't do man. it minister Quincy man give it up for him man <laughs> minister Quincy <laughs> I cannot I cannot your I brother mean, breaks it down very I mean, well for you people out I just there. I mean I, I truly I truly love everybody from a standpoint of I love you I don't I don't feel like I know what it's like to not be loved mm. So, every moment that I can get, I try to show people that I love you. The people that are the most important to me in the world, I love you differently. But to everybody out there, I just love you with the love of God. And that is a different type of understanding because you're a human being. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it might not mean much to me to say, hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. A lot of times, like, when I have conversations, they go, how is you mentally? Like, what what are you going through mentally today? What What is it that you're struggling with today? And guess what? You know what? You can talk to me about it. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say nothing to you. That's the number one thing, too. That's why a lot of people don't like to open up to a lot of folks now because uh, they feel like the ones that they care about, the ones that they love, you know, family members or so, mm-hmm. they might use that, you know, against them in the conversation or try to put that into, you know. I mean, I think, I think a lot of times when people do that, it's because they don't love themselves the way they should. I agree. I, told, I was told the other day that I don't love. Uh, what was she? What did? What was it? What was it? Oh, I'm I'm too into myself, and I love myself way too much. It's nothing wrong with loving. And I said, and I stopped. And I said, what is the thing of loving yourself too much? Yeah. And she was like, you love yourself too much that it comes off as conceited. And I was like, what? You don't love yourself enough? And she was like, oh, I love myself a lot. I said, no, you don't love yourself enough. Yeah. 
Because if you love yourself enough, you know that there's no boundaries to how much you can love yourself. And that is a different type of love. Mm-hmm. When I wake up in the mirror, like, when I wake up, there was a point in time in my life where I used to wake up and I hated the nigga that looked at me, looked back mm-hmm. at me. You follow? So when I wake up now, I go, damn. I never, I wouldn't say I really, I never really felt that way. I just hated, like, waking up to bullshit. But that's that's, that's just me. But see, like, but then you, but at that point, you're a victim of circumstances. You're no longer, you're no longer in a place where you, you're not controlling the outcome of what transpired. Mm-hmm. You follow? And I and think then, that's what I think that's why I felt that too. Uh, growing up, like I used to really just hate having certain conversations with people that I just didn't feel like needed that. But like, but that's the but that's the thing. You can only choose who's deserving of your truth. Yeah. You can only choose that. Who's deserving of your truth versus who's not deserving of your truth. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, like a lot, of, like uh, I spend so much time being insecure about the type of person that I that I thought I was supposed to be in life mm-hmm. that I never took the time out of what I do great. And the thing is, like when we get into like like greatness and we start to look at us, we people go, "Oh, you want to be? You need to be a well-rounded person." <laughs> no, motherfucker. No, I'm good at this. Let me work at good being good at this. Yeah. And guess what? When I'm really, really good at this, I'll be able to monetize what I'm good at. And then guess what? When I'm weak at, I can hire somebody else that's strong at it. That's how you build a fucking team. Mm. A lot of times people don't look at it like that. They're like, oh, I need to be well-rounded. I need to do it. Nigga, I don't want to do everything. I'd rather relinquish some of the, relinquish some of the damn, like, responsibility to someone else and give them an opportunity to be great in their own right than versus me doing it and everybody else like okay cool just just watching yeah what's the point if i can't like the the, i'm a strong believer you reproduce what you do well versus just doing everything and why everybody watching you Mm. that's real you got to be able to reproduce what you do well if you do something well if you got a great jump shot it is your responsibility to show somebody else how to shoot that great jump shot. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a strong believer. Your knowledge is not your own. Yo, each one teach one. Man. That's what I'm saying. Like you, how do you? And I, I never can understand the people that were five percent. They never wanted to show anybody else how to do it. And I'm like, bro, like, like when somebody, I remember I was telling, talking to somebody. I was like, yo, I'm gonna be Muslim. He's like, what's your math? I was like, I'm not five percent, bro. Like, no, I'm Muslim. I'm a Sunni Muslim. Don't do that to me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? He was like, "Those, this is a big difference. Like this, no, I was like, "Bro, you clearly don't know. You just told me." But all right, you have a good one. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You dismiss people that are uneducated, people that are gonna disrupt your peace, people that are gonna pull from your energy, and then you realize people the only person challenge your beliefs and yeah, just I don't, just pretty bro, much what you stand for as a human being. That's the number one thing that I got an issue with. Nah, but that's real. But there's two things like I'm like, a strong believer. Like I feel like a lot of people try to live their life for the people that they love. Hmm. And don't live for themselves. Yeah. The thing is, like, I'm I'm a strong believer. I am here to enlighten you. Other people want to pull the walls up, pull mm-hmm. the wool over your eyes, which is the more noble cause. Yeah. And that's and that a lot of people don't live in that 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 place where they want to be noble towards other people. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a come up. Mm-hmm. We live in a world of people just looking to step on other people. That's but that's all. It's doggy dog, man. It's a doggy dog world. It's, it's like you have some people on your roster that really want to see you win. Then it's some that's just that's. Moving I want somebody on my team that want to see me win more than I want. Yeah, to see I want. I, I, real shit. 
Because guess what? I want you to win more than me, so I know you be putting that home mm, in it. Real exactly. shit. I want people that want better for my life than I want better yeah, for my life. That's and that's shit. And you that, see potential in me, but it might be something that you dude, can't do that I, I can do. do. And it's something that's something I can't do that you can do. And that's, and that's real. Because if I see, if you can see the potential in my eyes, you can see the greatness in me. You feel me? You could push me towards being great. Yep. Guess what? I fucking love you. You know what I'm saying? And like that just goes in life, period. I'm that's life, what I'm saying. Like, motherfucker, shit. if you want to be a thief, yeah. Nigga, nigga, I got some pointers on how to be the best thief you can be. You know what I'm saying? You want to be, you want to, you want to be a whore. I can show you how to do some kind of lingus. Exactly. You feel me? Like it's just, it's just one of those things. Like I feel like a lot of people don't take the time out to really know themselves. Yeah. You gotta know yourself. Once you know yourself, you kind of know your limitations. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? These waste men, they don't know themselves, man. That's just what it is, man. I don't know, <laughs> man. So we're about to wrap up. We getting wrap close. It up. We getting close to. You know what I'm saying? That good old time slot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, as always, let me go ahead and uh, let you go with the benediction, my good sir. Oh, man. Look, I'm going to keep it short and simple. You know what I mean? It's a real, it's a real, been a real calm pod today. But, oh, yeah, yeah, man, 100% always drink your water, man. Uh, accountability, I'm going to keep telling you. I'm tell you that shit every episode because every day is a new day and you might trip out <laughs> the next day. You feel me? So, hey, um... Yo, definitely check us out on uh, all the platforms that, you know, we always been on. If y'all been watching us, mm-hmm. um, if you don't know, it's the Valentine Experience. We on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, like. Patreon is coming next week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, check them out. What's your, what's your social media? Ooh. It's Q-U-I-N-S-I dot V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E. <laughs> Valentine, baby. Got you. My, you already know me. It's your boy Southside. My IG is Sean Dot Hendrix. Y'all can see me. Y'all know who the gorgeous gangster is. And uh, yeah, we closing out, man. As always, I am Quincy Valentine, and he was it's your boy Southside. We out of here. As always, yeah. peace. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I said too many swag raps and not enough rhymes Too many watches and not enough time But today I got time cuz good night to you lame I'm just over you niggas shook night in the range Might take a few shots I should write in a range Cause I'm trying to get the paper used to write in my aim And that make you a target I will make you a carpet Had the wolves on you again make you a garnet Niggas trying to eat don't have me make you the market Bitches want it now fuck that take you to Martian Shorty he ain't copping he couldn't take you to target Get your roll on I take you under the armpit Take you to the star shit He just take you to Starlet Never let a stock boy Take you off of the market Your bitch born Like a first name is Margaret My bitch born Like a last name is Vargas And shorty miss me I've been grinding all week really Came home to a menage Like Meek Millie